If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is a podcast from Minute Media. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Dooley, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. My name is Mikey Bones, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Pat Valor and Rob Humphrey. What's happening, everybody? Hello. What's going on? Not a motherfucking thing, man. Before we get into anything, I want to just start right out of the rip and let everybody know. Kind of mentioned it last week. There was a lot of scheduling going on and and tentativeness and, and all that stuff that was being juggled around. But last week when I mentioned it, we finally knocked down and cemented uh, a, a date to, to set all this up and get it, get it done and make it happen. But Slasher Radio is going to have two episodes this week, uh, obviously what you're hearing now. And we are also going to have an episode release. Uh, a lot of things happened probably Friday, maybe next week, Tuesday. We're going to have two episodes drop this week. This one, and we are also going to be joined by one of the big head honchos over at Behavior, a company that makes Dead by Daylight, Matthew Cote. He's going to be joining us to talk about the anniversary event that they have coming up. It's their seven-year anniversary, which is crazy, and he's going to be detailing that. New killers, new survivors. Nicholas Cage has been brought up. That's come out over the last day or so. Everything that's going to be mentioned on their live stream, which will be Friday, May 19th, which is two days from when this episode drops, 1.30 p.m. EST. So you make sure you go head over to Everything Dead by Daylight. Make sure you're there for that. You're not going to want to miss it. It's always a big event when Dead by Daylight is dropping something. But we will be joined by Matthew Cote detailing all of that. We're going to be pre-recording it before the live stream. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that's going to be talking about. We don't even know exactly what's going to be talked about, but we will have that as well as this episode will be dropping this week. Uh, there, there will be a video version of that you will be able to find on YouTube uh, because Dead by Daylight is such a big thing. So, you know, we want to get this out there for everybody to listen to and enjoy. If you're not subscribed already, make sure you're subscribed. If you're listening for the first time, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss that. But as everybody knows, I mean, you've seen the title. 
It was my pick yep. this week. Long overdue. Uh, well earned. I would like to think myself. We're doing the leprechaun. Why not? A horror court, because I have an answer. Why not? Oh my god. Okay. Uh, you got horror court on your pick. Oh, uh, no. You just said, yeah, I well, I was going to let it go, and then you said, well earned. Yeah. Uh, and I know that you're referring to the string of movies that had nothing to do with us. There is one requirement to watch Leprechaun, and it is for it to be March. <laughs> one. Okay, but I'll say this. I'm off the I'll hook. I'll take late I'm, February. I'm getting off on that one because we can't do it in March. We do Murder Madness. It's not my fault. That is your fault. <laughs> it's Rob's. It was Rob's idea. I blame Rob. Hardcore Rob. <laughs> recording you i had to watch leprechaun in may <laughs> look all right i'm glad you brought that up i had no clue what to do and we had uh, ben scrivens on last week so the week before that it was decided i would get a pick so i had some time to sit and think a lot of things were running through my mind one of the picks that i was thinking about going with was skin a ring you son of a bitch <laughs> and i'll have you know that was Allie's idea. I wasn't even thinking about Skinamarink. I would have vetoed Skinamarink because we do horror movies on this show and it's not a horror movie. It's not a movie. It was my pick. You can't veto it. It's not a movie. Uh, what was the other one I was thinking? Oh, Freddy's Dead would have been kind of funny. Because that, that would have been... You already watched that movie for nothing once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you still... Nothing ever came of that one. Um, and I don't remember the other one that I was... Uh, I'm scrolling through our chat, but we talked a lot. I don't remember what the other one was. I know they were all mean against Rob, and I somehow ended up watching a St. Patrick's Day movie in May. <laughs> Look, it's not my fault. I, I mean, Murder Madness is a thing. We would, ne we would never be able to do it when it should be done. And I told you when we started doing Murder Madness that that was the price that you paid. Yeah, yeah, but... But it was better than the other options. You got to give me that. It was not. Really? Well, okay. Well. Oh, the third one was Terrifier 2. That, okay. So that's fair. That, I mean, that's a really good one. Didn't but Rob. Did Terrifier 2? No. No, you just keep watching it for some reason. <laughs> Why have I seen it four times then? I no idea. But Rob, so you weigh in on this one then. Am I guilty or innocent here? Because I. You would have liked this over all those other movies. I see the basis of Kat's case. Like, I see where she's coming from. But I think Mikey's defense is pretty strong on this cat. Oh, We're booked up. I mean, we do have murder madness, so March is kind of out of the question. And that was Rob's idea. I mean, I agreed to it and liked it, I'll admit. but We all like it. Murder madness is a lot of fun. Uh, I can think of one person who doesn't. We get in a lot of trouble for murder madness. Except for when you guys get it wrong. <laughs> uh, speaking of getting it wrong, while we're horror recording, do we want to go ahead and get the uh, Twitter discourse out of the way? Sure, yes. Horror court another, another one. Another one. Oh, do we need to talk about that again? You're goddamn right we do. Double horror court for Mikey, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking for the exact tweet. There was so, so much bullshit going back and forth about this one this one's not even it this is leah's tweet uh so this one actually you can look for the exact tweet but i'm okay. going to back up a day 
and okay. ask Rob because I never saw his. I I didn't see you weigh in. Uh, the one earlier this week was asking whether or not like which one was better, Scream or yeah, Scream or uh Jason Lives. Okay, so no, that's not what it asked. Oh, okay. What it asked was one of these has to go away. Which one is it? Okay, or something yeah. like that. So it wasn't which easy. one's better, it's which one would you get rid of, like, so you can never watch it again. Yeah. And I said Scream. Scream has to go. I watch Friday 6 a lot. All right. But Scream, Friday 6, great movie, didn't add anything anywhere other than it just being a good Jason movie. When you take Scream, if you take, if Scream goes away, Scream 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 goes away. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other shit that Scream did, man. Scream, you, you, can, Rob, come on, you nope. cannot take Scream away ever. I would toss Scream in a heartbeat to keep Friday Six because I like Friday Six more. It's more fun. It's more rewatchable. I watch it. I've seen that movie way more times than I have Scream, and I imagine going forward, I will watch it way more times than I will Scream. Yeah, I, for, I did. I'm glad you brought that up, Cat. I'd seen it, and I was in the middle of something, and I forgot to go back to it. But what, Kat, what say you? I didn't see where you landed on that one. I, I went back and forth because I, I think Scream, I've seen Scream more times. I will probably see Scream more times. It's not in my nature to just like start with the sixth Friday movie. Um, and I don't marathon them that often unless I'm doing it for this show. But I think I might actually enjoy Friday 6 better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, Scream it's so is a better good. movie. If the question was which one's a better movie, it's no doubt it's Scream. But if it's which one I'm not, I want to keep so I can watch it, it's Friday all day. I don't know, man. If you, like I said, Scream's history, everything it brought to the table, cool. But man, you still have how many other, uh, 10 Friday or whatever 11 10 Friday movies that you can pick from yeah but it's the best one yeah it's the best one you're gonna get rid of our boy Thob Matthews as uh as uh, I would uh, Tommy Jarvis to. I wouldn't want to but I if I had to do that to get Sidney Prescott yes I would friend of the show been on a handful of times understood I I'm sure he would agree maybe I don't know I'm sure we'll have him on again and you guys will bring it up <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure we will. We can't be trusted. Okay, but yeah, that was that was a distraction while you looked up the tw- tweet. Uh, do you want to get into our, our discourse here yeah. for real? Greg. <clears throat> <laughs> Greg, case closed. <laughs> yeah, right, I, I shouldn't even have to say anymore. Pretty much the same thing. The latest for each franchise, franchise, which do you prefer? Halloween Ends or Scream 6? Greg at Camp Springwood and at uh, Darth Gregor on TikTok. Halloween ends by a country miles. Five cream part two, it's annoying, was just screen two with an extra killer. What do you say? And he tagged a bunch of us. Greg, you have and to. Mikey be... fucked it up because yeah. everybody in yeah because everybody until you was on the same page about how we don't like five cream part two and that and I said too in the thing that Mikey was gonna fuck it up and you came and you did. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. And Leah we could have had a bonding me. moment. Leah agreed with me, and Allie agreed with me. Oh, I didn't see Leah agreed with you. Leah did agree with me, which is a wonderful Leah. thing. 
Allie agreeing <laughs> with me really like you guys are making me agree with fucking Allie. Little Miss Huge Clown Penis. Huge clown penis. Come on. I feel like Leah agreed with you just to disagree with me, and that's not really how she feels. God look. I I I don't love Scream Six either. I'm on the record. There is nothing in Halloween ends that can measure up to the bodega scene or the ladder scene. Nothing. Dude, that little kid at the beginning. That was yeah. a cool kid. But when he was, gets yeeted off those stairs. Come on. Wasn't even Mike, Michael Myers didn't have the best kill in a Halloween movie. Okay, but Ghostface barely had a kill in a Scream movie. They yeah. had about the same amount of kills. At least I said earlier. All I, Ghostface did was scratch a bunch of people up. It doesn't matter. At least he didn't outsource a bunch of work to the dude getting bullied. And you know how many Michael Myers died? One. <laughs> One <laughs> yeah. fucking Michael Myers. Do you know how many ghost faces died? Five. But look at the ones that died. Over... <laughs> at least Michael Yeah, they Myers, fucking sucked. If Ghostface <laughs> was hanging out in the fucking sewer and curled up in a ball, the whole... no. That is... I, I end, because I knew this would come up tonight, I rewatched both scenes in that sewer with Michael Myers. Guys, honestly how anybody could enjoy seeing Michael Myers like that is absolutely fucking beyond me. That I didn't lo- enjoy it, but I'd rather watch it than Scream 6. No, I, I feel Scream 6, it at least was, a, you know, at least you've seen Ghostface doing his thing. And if you had read the no, novelization he didn't do of his thing. Ends, Mikey, you would understand. And also, I want to uh, Greg, y- y- you're on the right uh, side of this argument, uh-huh. but I I do resent the idea that Scream Six is just Scream Two with an extra ghost face because the the ghost faces that we had in Scream Two were effective. Like we've taken several steps back. Uh, Scream Six is not Scream Two plus anything. It's and also Scream Six didn't have a cool <laughs> singing scene. You know. I, you know, I'll say this too. And this was a thought I had over the last few days, and uh, I'm I'm glad this came up. Kind of fucking stupid argument, but <laughs> my thought is honestly that I never thought about this throughout all my bitching with Scream Six. I truly feel they either wanted to kill Sydney Prescott or make her the killer, and they you know couldn't do that because she wasn't she didn't agree to do the movie, and they didn't know what to do. Yeah, I don't think they knew what to do. And I think it showed. Oh, absolutely. And that was, you know, all three of us agreed that the movie felt rushed. The movie felt like it was going somewhere and then it never went there. And I mean, that is, look, it, it was, you had issues with the writing in, in Scream 6. Absolutely. As far as, you know, people not dying and stuff like this. Sure, there was inconsistencies. But the whole story with Michael Myers, man, like. I don't know. But at least at least they tried something there. Like they tried and failed, but they fucking tried in Halloween ends. They did stuff that was new. They had themes that could have rounded out the franchise had they been executed better. What like best case and that's something that's really frustrating with me because other than kill count there's no one thing you can point to that would fix Scream 6. Like it is what it is. It's pretty much the best version of that. It's just what it is is a hot mess. I I think that about how I think that about Scream Six also, but I don't think any I don't I don't think you could have made that work. I didn't like that the premise at all that they did with ends. And the, well, they had too many premises and ends, but you could have picked one and that would have made it a better movie. I, I and mean, like but they didn't do it. 
they didn't do it, but like, Scream 6 doesn't even have that. Like, it would have taken an entire team to rewrite Scream 6. It would have taken one editor to be like, you can have two of these five ideas. <laughs> but then you have to... And that's another thing, too. I don't know. The whole trying something new with something like that, you don't need... Jason Jason goes to hell, try something new. We're going to praise that movie? Over Scream 6? <laughs> uh, still no. You guys can't. You can't do that. I, I mean that this is where we are here I, you guys are siding with Greg and I'm siding with Allie what the hell is the world coming to I am siding with Greg here's the thing is that I recently rewatched Scream 6 uh, for the third time and even though I my second my rewatch improved the experience uh, I was I knew what to expect going in I had a lot more fun just kind of looking for easter eggs fucking around the third rewatch made me want to die like I hated that so much I'm so mad at uh, Six Cream right now yeah it's not a movie that improves on a rewatch I mean, I, I rewatched it, but a couple of weeks ago or whatever, and it's just not, it, it doesn't work. It's just not for you. It's a bunch of people sitting around talking about how they could all die who aren't going to die. Whereas Halloween Ends does get better on each rewatch. Not for me. It pissed me off. Even, I've watched it two and a half times, Halloween Ends, and I just went through a couple of scenes tonight. It, it pisses me off every time. Honestly, like I, and again, this is like I don't like what they did. So you know, obviously, those things are gonna shine to me in a bad way. So I, everybody, listen, let us know, man. Weigh in, please. I mean, it's uh, it's crazy how these movies could be put next. Like that's how far away it is for me. And and this comes from someone who didn't even like Scream Six. I don't know. That well, it looks like it's going to be a minute before we get Scream 7. Did you guys see the news about Radio Silence? No. Hold yeah. on to that. All right. All right. Yeah, I did not. Uh, also, since we're talking about movies, I swear to God, we'll get to Leprechaun News, Drink, Roll Call, all that stuff. But I watched Evil Dead Rise. Yay, finally. Oh, good for you. Yeah. What do you Even though think? you're in New York. The, <laughs> <laughs> um, the last remake was better. No, it wasn't. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. No, dude, I love this fucking movie. Yay! Right? It's not It's not as silly um, or as slapsticky as the original trilogy, which will always be my favorite. Oh, but yeah, it's no. it's got a little bit of it in there, which is all I really wanted from 2013. Had that That's had a little more of that in there, I probably would have really loved it. Um. So, yeah, I think they did a lot of really good stuff with Evil Dead Rise. I think it's incredible how they were able to make such a gory, bloody movie and have so many beautiful things done in the middle of it. The cinematography yeah. was phenomenal. The, th the little things they did, man. And they nailed the look of the Deadites. Like, oh, that absolutely. felt like Evil Dead a gajillion percent. Yeah. And that opening scene was crazy. Dude, this movie gave me chills several times. The title card, and I don't, I don't normally notice title cards when I watch a movie, but the way they did the the title card in this one was so awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. badass movie. They like, I'm yeah. impressed. 
They fucking killed it on that thing, dude. Honestly. I will say, though, the scariest thing about Evil Dead Rise is that kid putting those dusty-ass old records on his turntable. That is going to fuck his stylus up, man. You got to at least wash those things first. Yeah, I, dude, this thing. And I, I almost didn't even watch it right away. Almost didn't even watch it. Because I was just running out of time. I was, I wanted to watch it earlier in the week. I didn't. Uh, I, I just almost ran out of time. And man, am I glad I fucking did. You, and it's only an hour and a half. They are fucking geniuses. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, we don't need the fucking two and a half hour movies. We don't. Especially horror movies. They did a lot with that time. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was genius, bro. It all took place in one spot. There was no bouncing around, no moving around, no bullshit. They got right the fuck to it. And in the opening scene, they got right the fuck to it. And then they got right the fuck to it again as soon as it started. You know, you had an interesting story. The acting was incredible, dude. They nailed this. And I don't want to spend too much time talking about it, but I really like this movie. This movie, Evil Dead Rise right here, is... It, it portrays perfectly why I hate the fucking Conjuring and Insidious movies more than anything. Because you can't, they went very paranormal with this, which is outside of what they've done before it, to this mm -hmm. extent. And they fucking nailed it. Yeah. And, and you, it, it shows you can do it well. It can be done well. And I, I find myself, I'm also guilty of this, where I see that something's a paranormal movie and I kind of start rolling my eyes yeah. and stuff, but it can be done well. It's just, I'm so used to seeing it done poorly. Yeah. Yeah. So, fuck the Conjuring movie. It, from now on, going forward, every single time that someone brings up the, and, and it happens more often than I can believe, but every time <laughs> it does it, I'm going to say, fuck you, watch Evil Dead Rise. Period. Yeah done well you know what we're gonna get before we get the conjuring is uh all the insidious people not them too same thing that, that fucking okay. thing's coming out this year yeah good for them uh but yeah bravo bravo what a fucking movie i don't think they could do that every two years like we were talking about last week but goddamn if they can i mean go ahead and fucking do it but i don't think i don't that's when they they don't do it Right, that's when the, that's when the movie slips up, right? Because yeah. that's what makes them great. They take their time, they get it right. Yeah. yeah. Bravo, bravo. Uh, drink roll call. Anybody drinking anything fun? When you got, I, I'm I'm drinking tequila straight again. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, let's go. I'm drinking rum and diet Pepsi again. Okay, Sailor Jerry. Jerry. No, the Hilton Head. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, nice, nice. What about you, Kat? Uh, I'm getting fancy today. I am once again drinking whiskey straight, but oh. it's Jameson today. Oh. Okay. Uh, I've been re-watching The Wire. Well, you see a lot of people drinking Jameson on The Wire. <laughs> Are there a lot of Irish people on The Wire? I mean, it, it's about it's about cops in Baltimore. Yeah, there's, there's a few Irish people wandering around. <laughs> That was my thing, because uh, we're doing an Irish movie, and, you know, I was going to drink Irish beer, but I don't have any, so I, but I did have Ooh. Irish whiskey, yeah. so. I didn't even think of that. I should have got me a Heineken. Yeah. Although I don't really like Heineken. Well. Yeah. I thought about Guinness. getting some beer today, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't go anywhere today. There you go. 
Yeah, so I was like, all right, I guess I'm, I'll just stick with the rum. So your couch smells fresh like your ass right now, huh? It sure does. <laughs> the best way for a couch to be. All right. You guys want to get into some horror news? Yeah, let's go for it. Do it. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. All right. This this is funny, but and I love it. Gun Gun Interactive, they released the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It, it's a spin from the game. It's a lo-fi Leatherface channel. And you can just sit and watch a cartoon Leatherface chop meat while listening to lo-fi music. Okay, that's the best thing I've heard about this game <laughs> since yeah. we started covering it. They do fun shit like that, man, you know, and they, they got a good amount. Let me see what it's at now. I subscribe to it. It's got 845 subscribers right now. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. It's just like the same animation of Leatherface chopping meat. He looks all fucking sad. I sent it to you guys if you want to look at it. It's funny as shit, man. And as far as lo-fi music goes, it's not awful. It's called Lo-Fi Leatherface on, on YouTube, anybody. Beats for the whole family. Okay, yeah, this is fantastic. <laughs> right? This is awesome, man. And that's why a part of why I love guns so much. Because they do shit like this and they have fun and oh, this is dope. Rob, are you gonna fall asleep to this tonight? I might. Right. I might. That's pretty cool. That's nice. I mean I don't know how much time I'd actually spend watching it, but it's cool. I know a lot of people who do they enjoy the lo fi. Mm-hmm. Not um, so much you know my thing. I don't usually listen to lo-fi, but I, sometimes I do run out of work music, and then I'll I'll toss on a lo-fi station. Um, okay. And I I might try this out this week. I might uh, work to some Leatherface. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is Toonie Terrors. I'm going to send you guys this link and hopefully get Cat to spend some money because Ooh. they're releasing a whole. Song I've already bought them. That's hysterical. Uh, they're oh, it's NECA too. Holy shit! I didn't know that. That was yeah. Also... NECA does the Toonie Terrors. Come on, uh, I can deal with it. Yeah, they got Amanda with her pig mask. Uh, Billy, and the, they they even have a trap that you can buy. I mean, this is awesome. Yeah, they look fantastic. Which ones did you get, Cat? I got the um. Trying to see if they have for the specific. Anyway, I got Billy the puppet. Ooh, nice. I was trying to see if they had, like, because sometimes, uh, what was it, last week we had, like, the the dog thing had a funny name. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you got you got Billy the Puppet, but not Pigsaw? I didn't get Pigsaw. Pigsaw. Okay. That's funny. Billy the Puppet, I think, is going to be small enough I can keep, like, on or near my desk. Oh, yeah. And he looks fucking perfect, too. Yeah, those things are awesome. Rob, are you going to be adding uh, to your saw collection? Not at all, no. Oh, okay. 
I imagine this is in promotion for the upcoming Saw Socks. movie. Yeah, yeah I love saying that because I get to do it from the Boston accent. Socks. Mm-hmm. Promoting for Socks. And yeah, these look great. So uh, go to NECA's stuff to to get you one or just bloody disgusting. Google it, you'll find it. Next thing is horror comedy Teeth is getting a stage musical adaptation. I was going to ask you if it was a horror comedy, but if you put it on stage and add music, it absolutely is. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't like Teeth. I don't like the thought of the movie Teeth. <laughs> I don't like any of that. I mean, cool. You don't like what was it vagina dentata or whatever <laughs> not not a fan so um i don't know you guys care about that no uh, if it comes close enough to me i'll go watch it <laughs> like that just sounds hysterical it does sound funny um all right Hollywood Dreams and Nightmares, the Robert England story, is a bestseller on Amazon already. Wow, really? Yeah. Uh, we were nice enough to get a screener for for this. Actually, uh, reviews are embargoed until May 30th. Oh, these must be pre-orders? Yeah, it has to be pre-orders. It yeah. hits uh, streaming. I think it is it, is it Screenbox? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, wherever it's streaming, I, I think it's Screenbox. It yes, hits it on June sixth, uh, and I believe reviews are embargoed until the thirtieth. I watched it today, though, and that's all I can say. Yeah. Yeah. I have not sat with it yet. Tell us how it is, Rob. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to get Rob in trouble. I would. I would be very nice to get Rob sued. <laughs> have you? Yes. Watched it yet, Cat? No, I haven't watched it yet. All right. Rob, did you like it? Talk to me in 16 days. <laughs> Damn it. Send so that close. right over to him. All right. So uh, that's fucking awesome. Robert England is, I mean, that that's that's the guy to me. This is going to piss me off. It's going to piss Jinx off. Bird Box is getting uh, a, a sequel. Talk <sighs> about its name. Talk about what it's called. I don't. I don't want to do it. Do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. You do it. I don't want anyone to do it. Do it. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I want to piss you off. I want to piss Jinx off, I guess. <laughs> Barcelona. Like, why, dude? <sighs> Say the full name. Bird Box Barcelona. There it is. <laughs> I don't know why. It sounds like a reality show to me. Like... It kind of does. <laughs> yeah. If it was a reality show, I'd watch it. That would be hysterical. I still would not watch it. I don't know what to say about this. The first one sucked. Um, I didn't even watch the first one's fine. The first one's not bad. It's It's not good. It just exists. It sucks. It's a listen. It's a fine movie. It's except it is the definition of a passable horror film. Right. Like it's got Sandra Bullock in it. I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those like turn your brain off and just kind of watch it movies and i think that's fine i think we need to have movies that are just like that what i don't like is that even those are getting sequels now like i i was never like you know what i need is more bird box but in barcelona yeah 
And I'm sure it's probably in news also. I'm sure it's probably something we're about to cover. Uh, there's actually a horror movie that I really like that has just been picked up for its first sequel. And I'm not happy about that either. Because I just, if you tell the story that you're trying to tell, I don't do a second one. <laughs> Bird Box, I think, did that. You know, like, I, I think it's a lot better if you look at it as a character story. Because the monster's not super believable. Uh, there's a lot of chaos going on with the lore surrounding it. Um, it. It's a little bit problematic if you dig too deep into it. But, like, it's fine, and it's a story about Mallory. And it's like, just focus on her, and that's fine. That's enough. Uh, but, like, once we start breaking it out, once we start treating these like they're real, like, horror monsters, it's gonna be chaos, and I don't... We don't need this. <laughs> is, uh, is Sandra Bullock uh, or Machine Gun Kelly in it? I don't fucking know, man. How do they make it to Barcelona? <laughs> I don't I care. Don't it may be unprofessional, but I'm not looking into this movie. I'm not gonna do it. So I mean, whatever. It. I'm 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 glad people are making money off of it because you know, success is good. But why the fuck did it have to be this thing? That I don't know. People didn't shut the fuck up about that movie. And finally, I was like, all right, let me watch it. And I said, are you kidding me? And off it went. I tried to push through. I did. Can't do it. All right, quick look at the cast here. The only name I recognize immediately is Georgina Campbell. I'll watch it. Yeah, that makes me kind of want to watch it. Unless forced to by patrons, I will not watch that movie. Georgina Campbell care. was patrons. great in Barbarian, man. Yeah, I don't want to see her in Bird Box. And she made... almost she almost won herself an Emma Roberts Crazy Eyes uh, Slashy Award. Yeah, if they make a Barbarian too, I will watch that. I'm not watching Bird Box, Bird Box Barcelona. No, I'm pretty sure they're not making a, uh, any sort of sequel to Barbarian. Although um, the writer director of Barbarian has um, apparently sold his next movie. Oh, oh that's good. Um, it's I wish Barbarian I had... Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had more information about that film. Imagine if it was Bird Box Barcelona. <laughs> that he sold. It, um, hold on, I'm trying to find it real quick. It is... It's going to star Pedro Pascal. Oh. I'll watch it. <laughs> uh, it is called Weapons. And that uh, is all I know about it. I don't have the boner for Pedro Pascal that a lot of people do, so... I have the boner for Pedro Pascal. Yeah, and a lot of people do. I think that's a lot of lady boners going around for Pedro Pascal. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's fine. I, I don't dislike him. I've had mine for a while because he was in. Um, he played my favorite character in Game of Thrones. So uh, it's been kind of a long lasting thing. And I, I like that he's starting to be in more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a longer than four hours call your doctor situation that I've got going on for Pedro Pascal Dude. right now. Everybody does, and like you know, he's a good-looking guy. And then he was in the unbearable weight of massive talent, also, and he was fantastic in that. He was excellent in that. He's insanely talented, yeah. But I just don't fucking see it with what everybody's going on about with him. Rob, be honest. I'm not asking Cat because she'll hurt <laughs> my feelings. Rob, be honest. Who's hotter, Pedro Pascal or Tom Brady? That's that's close. Um. It's not close. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's pretty close. I would see. I'm leaning towards Pedro Pascal, but I don't know if that's just because I, I dislike Tom Brady so much. You got to put that aside. I don't like him either. 
I know, but it's hard to put that aside, you know. It'll be smacking the ass with all those Super Bowl rings, though, man. I don't know if I want that. <laughs> it's not a selling point, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, that's fair. Yeah, but God it, damn. It, it's close. I do. Um, both uh, both men are extremely talented. I would say that. Peter Pascal was great in The Unbearable yeah. Weight of Massive Talent. Um, and he should make more movies with Nick Cage. Yeah. Better not be no puppets in them. Not that. I'm just saying. Heard something. Will not tolerate this slander, Mike. <laughs> There's photographic evidence all over Twitter. What do you mean? Just saying. This is what you guys did. You're not going to give me a, an appeal, then I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I'm free to do it now. Did you not see me just mute my mic? No. That wait. means I'm done. We're done with this subject. <laughs> when I mute my mic, I'm done. All right. All right. Cajun puppet fuckery. Beetlejuice 2. What? What? <laughs> when I mute my mic, I'm eating chips. Oh. I've got the munchies really bad. I've been drinking a while. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, Beetlejuice 2. It was apparently confirmed, announced, whatever, that it will be released in theaters September 2024. Mm. I'm not I'm not excited about this at all. What? No, not one bit. I, I first of all, I will say this. Um I haven't watched Beetlejuice in forever. I didn't like it. Oh. Um, because I was a little I think I was a little too old for it when it came out. Like it was just something that I didn't I didn't like. I don't have the nostalgia for it that a lot of people do. And I didn't think it was that good. Um, wow. And so now Tim Burton making a sequel this long after the original, this has, to me, failure written all over it. And it's going to be the kind of failure that everybody, because of their nostalgia, is going to love. See, I'm going to take it one step further. What I think is going to happen is I'm going to be like, there's no way that this is going to be successful because it's a Tim Burton sequel so far after the fact. And then it's going to do really well. People are going to love it. Critics are going to love it. I'm not going to go see it at theaters. And then people are going to be telling me for like years that I'm crazy in like (laughs) 2026 or whatever. I'm finally going to watch it on Netflix a couple months after it comes to streaming. And uh, I'm not going to understand why it was a big deal. And this is going to be my hot take that I stand on. Like, that's the future of this movie. Mm. Um, (laughs) I I can see that being right. I I think also... Another thing that's going to work strongly against this movie, honestly, is that Jenna Ortega hype machine. Anything that Jenna Ortega comes near now is getting a ton of hype on it. Yeah. And it's I'm starting to turn on Jenna Ortega a little bit. Oh, I'm not starting to turn on her yet, but I do think that my overall opinion of her is going to ultimately be lowered by this movie. I My hopes are not high. Okay, hold on a second. We got to back up the cat train real quick because that motherfucker is coming through hot. <laughs> real hot. <laughs> All right, hold on. Now, I just, I had like a psychic vision. I saw Beetlejuice 2, and it's like, I know the next few years of my life. Uh, uh, that's fair. But are you on this in the same, same boat with Rob as far as like you didn't like the original? Uh, I'm in a similar boat. Oh. I really loved the original when I first oh, saw okay. it. Um, and then, and it was one of the, it was my favorite movie for a while. Like, I, 
liked the whole Lydia Dietz look as a little baby yeah. cat. Like, I I really liked the movie. I had a lot of fun. Um, I didn't watch it for a long time. I don't know if it was just one of those, like, it wasn't in the DVD collection, so it didn't get a lot of rewatches or... Like, if it didn't come to streaming at the same time, uh, it was a really, really long time in between that being my favorite movie and me watching it as an adult. And I don't, I honestly don't think it holds up that well. Like, it has moments, but it's fine. <laughs> wow, that's... And that was kind of disappointing. Um, Damn. I love Beetlejuice, man. I'm there for it. Like, it's wacky. It's wild. The sets were incredible, especially for their time. Like, it's, it, it was incredible. Michael Keaton for crying out loud. I was 12 when it came out. I was already too cool for that movie. Were you really? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. What year did it come out? 1988. Oh, damn. That was the year before I was born. And... Also, look at Kat being able to watch stuff on streaming when she was young, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't come to streaming. It was a blockbuster was streaming. I don't know. I to be fair, Kat, I... I don't know if you know this or not, but Netflix <laughs> used to mail movies to people. No, I used to get those movies. And when they when they started mailing movies to people, a lot of their horror section was like Microwave Massacre and Dumpster Baby and Blades with an S. And uh, like that was... And, Around that time, and this is really, kids these days are not going to understand. My, uh, Mr. Cat's boyfriend and I are, like, just far enough apart, like, that, that extra couple that of years, like, yeah. makes a difference. Because uh, he's going to think I'm making this up. Disney <laughs> used to, Netflix had a really wide selection of Disney movies because Disney didn't have any kind of online streaming service. So they were, like, really cheap to pick up. And that was, so I did have, like, kind of, and you know, I was in high school at the time. I had kind of like a resurgence of just nostalgic movies that I had watched when I was a kid. But for whatever reason, Beetlejuice was not there. It was more expensive than the Disney movies for Netflix to acquire. Yeah. Uh, so I got Microwave Massacre instead. <laughs> Wait, Mr. Cat's boyfriend guy is slightly younger than you? Is that He's what you're slightly telling? younger than me, yeah. Is that even legal? <laughs> I mean, are, is, are you yes. allowed to date him? Is he old enough? Yes, he is an adult. <laughs> All right wrong with you i also for the record am an adult yeah <laughs> well, i know that you're an adult but i mean you're pretty close to that line i think no any new Almost listeners 30 in rob's head he is just stuck on cat being like 19 <laughs> out of here calling cat a kitty diddler what's wrong with <laughs> But for the record, listeners, I am almost 30. Cat yeah. <laughs> is the Freddy Krueger of our show. Oh, um, fucker. I will say this, too. I, I'm starting to feel really bad for Michael Keaton. Uh, I, think he's, I think he's a really talented actor, and all anybody wants him to do is be the characters that he's already been, and it's a waste of his talent. Uh, I I could see that pissing actors off. I mean, they're now because he's he's playing Batman in that new Flash movie or whatever. But that's what it is now. And though, now they're man. throwing him back as Beetlejuice, and he's old. Michael Keaton's old. He doesn't want to be Beetlejuice no more. Apparently, he does. Um. So this is kind of a tangent. Uh. -huh. But I just, I went on another show this week. It hasn't been released yet. They pre-record. But I... Oh, those people that plan ahead? Yeah, the people Imagine. that plan ahead. I went on one of those shows today. And not to spoil anything, but it was... I had 
like war flashbacks to Slasher Radio because he asked me what I thought about the Nightmare on Elm Street remake and I and it started as like a normal conversation and I more than once caught myself from using the phrase Kitty Diddler. <laughs> and it was like <laughs> I spend too much time on this show. Yeah, it comes up a lot often, a lot more often than I like. Michael Keaton is 71 years old. That's too old to be Batman or Beetlejuice. If they're going to make him play, remake one of his old movies or relive one of his old characters, let's do Multiplicity. That was a funny movie. He could still do that. Let's do Gung Ho. I love multiplicity. Yeah. Remember, he was like, she touched my peppy, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny ass fucking movie. Multiplicity is a great movie. Great movie. Yeah. But let's do that one. Let's do uh, fucking uh, Mr. Mom again. That's the, that. But that's the landscape now, man. Everything's coming back because there's not, nobody's got any new ideas. I don't want to see a 71 year old Batman. Oh, me either. I don't think he's going to I don't want to see a 71 year old Beetlejuice. I do. I think he can do it. I don't want to see Tim Burton do stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to see Tim Burton do stuff. I don't want to hear about how great Jenna Ortega is in everything. But she is. When she stops being great in everything, we can stop saying it. Uh, uh, the hype is out of control for that girl. Has she ever not been great in something? She wasn't the best thing in X, although people like to act like she was. Yeah. No, she, she wasn't. wasn't. Mia Goth was better than her and X, yeah. I thought. Britney Snow was better than her and X, I thought. Britney but, Snow does not get enough love for X. No, she, she doesn't. Like, people act like Britney Snow wasn't even in that movie, and she's great. Yeah. Uh, that was the other thing, too, was on the show we ended up talking about uh, Kid Cudi. <laughs> <laughs> Did you talk about his third arm? Yeah. We don't <laughs> know if that's CGI or not. Yeah, I don't either. I figure that out. I, I mean, I kind of hope it is. You would never admit to it, though, if it was, right? Oh yeah, if I were him, oh no, 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 I'd, I'd make, I'd make the cast sign forms. Whoever made the fucking <laughs> thing dangle like that, they gotta <laughs> sign NDAs, promising you ain't saying nothing. That was one of the wildest things, because uh, there was a guy that had his dick out on Game of Thrones, and just like, and he was like, he was in an interview, and they were like, was it, you know, like a prosthetic? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Like, whoa, why would you say that? Like, what's yeah, nah. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg and Boogie Nights? Yeah. yeah, you know, he was all like, Yeah, that's a prosthetic. Yeah, yeah but you that? just expected that people have <laughs> learned since Mark that. Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Quit saying that. <laughs> yeah, stop saying that, you moron. Hey, yeah. look, man, when you get to that point in Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> does, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it ain't changing nobody's mind. I guess not. Anyway, my point is. Uh, I like Jenna Ortega, but the hype machine's gonna gonna kill her for me. You're being a hater right now. You, uh, you're... I'm not saying she's bad. I'm not saying she's bad. I'm saying she is not the second coming or the savior of the genre and all she the stuff that people want to say about her. That's all I I'm don't saying. Think the she hype is. is too much. I I'm not where Rob is, where like the hype alone is going to ruin Jenna Ortega for me. But I. I do think that Jenna Ortega, I think the hype is going to be dangerous because she's going to be offered a lot of roles. There's yes. going to be some typecasting. And now that she's done multiple Tim Burton projects so close together, and then it's it's going to be over. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, she's going to be she's going to be Helena Bottom Carter version, two. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not going to try and stunt it yet. If it happens, it happens. But 
I don't know. I think she can carry it. We'll see. It's on the way to happening for me. It really um, is. I'm, I'm on the other side of the train. I like her, and, and I, I hope that she can. I hope that she can beat it. But this hype machine for her is just—it's too goddamn much, man. No, right, we'll see. I think you she's know? gonna carry it. We'll see. Um, the time she was really good. She was really, really good in Scream Five. Yeah. I thought she was outshined in Scream Six by um, the other actress that plays uh, Sam Carpenter, her sister, in that movie. She was great too, though, in Scream Six. Um, you know, I thought. I thought she was good in X. I thought everybody was good in X, though. She was great in Wednesday. I didn't see Wednesday. I didn't watch uh, it. She was great in Wednesday. I didn't watch I it because I was like, oh, Jenna Ortega, Tim Burton shit. No. I said it for Wednesday, and I don't think he fully got me out of my, you know, rewarded me for my, my statement with him hoping he'll pull it through Wednesday. You know, it, it was what it was, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking get on the soapbox for him again, man. I think I, there's no way he doesn't deliver on Beetlejuice too. There's no way, right? Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of ways that this yeah. could go wrong. Oh yeah, yeah we'll but see. He better not for this one. Not this we'll one. We'll see. I don't know, man. She was <clears throat> Jenna Ortega was probably the best actress in um uh, Studio Six Six Six. She was, but that but, was a low bar. Uh yeah, that was. <laughs> I mean, the bar was basically be a better actor than the Foo Fighters. So, <laughs> all right. What did you have to mention, Rob? Oh, Radio Silence. Yeah. Um, it was announced. Apparently, they have. Um, I guess they're getting ready to start uh, a Universal Monsters-based movie of some sort. Mm. The uh, plot and everything's a little under wraps, but they have. Um, They've cast uh, the uh, actress who played Sam Carpenter in the last two Scream movies that they made. Apparently, the script is being co-written by uh, our boy Guy Busick, who was on the show. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be produced by um, James Vanderbilt, who we also had on the show at the same time. Wow. But I'm guessing that that probably has something to do with why we don't have a Scream 7 announcement. And maybe that uh, they're doing this first. Maybe. Yeah. Um, they've started casting, and I'm not sure when it's when it goes into production or anything else. I just saw that news this week and thought that maybe that was why we haven't heard anything about Scream Seven. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. But take your time. You know, the opportunity will always be there. I'm sure, in some capacity, and you can make it work. And you know, take your time, do it right, make sure it's you know it's like you said. We had both Guy and James on the show. They they were great. We we had a blast talking to them, and they did a yeah. phenomenal job. With yeah, with you the, got all with, mad at me for asking questions. Mm -hmm. They did a phenomenal job with Scream Five, but they're not going to come back on this show. <laughs> we've we've been too vocal about Scream Six. I mean, I so I thought about that too. That yeah, they probably if they heard what we had to say about Scream Six, aren't going to come back on the show. But you know, I mean, look, that's what we do on this show. Yeah, I'd rather be honest than yeah. 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 yeah, it just it didn't it wasn't it didn't work for us. No, and we're not saying it's the worst thing in the world, but you know, but it's yeah, just it's still better than Scream Three. Not doing that better again. than Scream Three. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll see with that. I, like I said, I'm not mad about that at all. Take your time and yeah. do it. That's fine. Yeah, we'll see. I just I thought that was interesting because I really expected 
an announcement of uh, the next Scream movie, and I thought they would pump it out fast. No, I'm glad. That's part of the problem, man. I'm telling you. I never thought of that, man. The whole Nev Campbell thing probably really threw a curveball in, in a lot of the shit that they were doing, and it shut. That is the biggest, like, that. that seems like the biggest thing to me. It showed, like, and the turnaround they had for this movie, eh, man, that's tough. It's tough. Uh, all right, so am I hit my button for the gobble crap? Yeah. Okay. Crazy idiot! Get the fuck out of here! Oh, God, go back to turning tricks in Hoboken, you pain oh, in the ass! Tricks in Hoboken. This is the gobble mystery corner where our listeners anonymously send in Italian memes for the sake of just me reacting on the show. Kind of fucked up, but this is what we do around these parts. Yeah, I've got a story about this one. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Italian sushi. And uh, this is stupid. It's a sushi roll with noodles from Kraft macaroni and cheese in the middle of it. And it's stupid. What, Kraft what, macaroni and cheese is good, though. Sometimes it hits, yeah. You're in the mood yeah. for that, yeah. Uh, well, what's the story with this one, Kat? Uh, so the story with this one, uh, a an anonymous listener that had not ever submitted a Gabagoolie Mystery Corner uh, sent this in. And I was like, oh, yay, it's expanding. And then three <laughs> listeners that have already sent Gabagoolie Mystery Corners uh, also sent this in. This was wow. a very popular three? one. Three. I got this meme four times <laughs> in the same week. And I actually meant to post it last week, but I had gotten it like on like a Sunday or a Monday. It was right after we had recorded uh, and I got them all within the same, like, 48-hour time period. And then I, I forgot that that was uh, the one I was going to do last week. So wow. I wanted this week to make sure to honor the four listeners that sent me this meme. Who the fuck is the new one? We got, we're got. we still adding to the fucking... We're still adding to them. It's bad the enough. The list of people who want to celebrate Mikey continues to grow. It's bad enough the list for the, the the memes themselves keep growing, but now on top of it, the people doing it's growing as well. What yeah, now we have fuck? more people sending them in. Come on, guys. Right. When is enough enough, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I, I mean, I, you know. I think you gotta... I have a theory about this. Um, huh. I don't know if I should reveal because I don't <laughs> I don't want to give any uh, give anything away. You might have noticed, though, uh, last week, some of the meme memes are getting a little bit more personal. Yeah. Uh, I I think we're having we're delving into some customization territory as I've stockpiled all of the Italian memes. I think what happened is everyone saw a new one and was just really excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. That's the only explanation I can think of, because for the last couple weeks, the ones I've been getting have all been like handcrafted gabagoolie memes for the show uh but this one <laughs> right oh, that is that is just out in the theory. wild have we, have we run out of internet gabagool memes <laughs> and, apparently uh, yeah. not yeah. it's possible i don't know well, uh t this week's tony dan's a fun fact whoa 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 <laughs> huh? huh what's that excuse me yeah you said last week again no more did I? You said no more last week. 
I know. I, I I don't. I don't think I did. I don't remember saying that. But that's it. All right. We won't do any more. Pat, you heard him, right? Yes. All right. So we're all in agreement. This fucking ends now. Is done. Yeah, we are out of Tony Danza fun facts. That's right. No more Tony Danza fun facts. Whether we're out of them or not, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. We're not doing them anymore. Yeah, last uh, week. I believe his words were no more for now. <laughs> no, he said so. And last week, while editing, I threw the week before in there when you said no more. I don't recall any of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've already done it now, so. That's, what the fuck does that mean? What do you mean, what does it mean? I mean, I put in all this work to find this fun fact. We We might as well just do it. Yeah, I don't want to miss the fun fact if it's already there. Like, yeah, I mean, it's we can humor done. him one more week. Right. But he's, it needs to end at some point. It'll end. When? I don't know, but not tonight. <laughs> what the fucker, man? Uh, Tony Danza had a <sighs> role in the TV drama Family Law from 2000 until th- 2002. Wait. I don't even know what that show is. It was a, a family drama. Family drama. From- 2000 to 2002, Tony Danza had a role in it. Um, and we got this completely anonymous. Uh, Are you fucking kidding Anonymously me? sent to us. It's a little recap mm. sheet. Mm-hmm. No idea who sends those in, but they're they're always mm-hmm. done with such love and care. Mm. Um, and we also, tying into last too. week's episode, Whoa, um, anonymously someone sent this in to That's us. Gotta be fucking joking me. <laughs> Wow. Huh. <laughs> They're getting more specific, the memes. <laughs> yeah. This is uh this is an AI generated image of a Tony Danza action figure. And it says Fright Rag should introduce the Tony Danza action figure. I forgot to mention that. Uh slasher uh slasher ten promo code at Fright yeah, Rags. Slasher ten promo code there at Fright Rags. Yes, fright ragscom Get yourself. 10% off the best horror merch in, in all of the genre. That's annoying. No, they shouldn't. The other one, <clears throat> the one Rob sent before this, is Allie. Huge clown penis. With the, with we don't no know question. that. We don't know that. It's anonymous. It's literally the same template with a different Danza. She got a different Danza. Yeah, that one's now. got a totally different picture of Tony Danza in it. But Does everything it else irritate you to know that if uh, the AI is right and we do end up with an ebook to <laughs> peddle the listeners, that there will be a Tony Danza fun fact section of it? Yeah, yeah. That that's what the show has become. <laughs> that pissed me off a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot. It pissed me off. Uh, I'll have you know too. I asked Allie about this today. Yeah. Be- because um, I'm tired of it. And every week I think she's not going to fucking do it. I get another one and I forget to bring it up. So I was talking to Allie earlier today and I said, did you do another fucking Danza thing? Mm -hmm. And her exact words to me were, bestie, I don't want to lie to you. So here we are. She did it. Well, we don't know that. It's anonymous, Mikey. She she pretty much. I, I, I can't reveal my sources. She pretty much admitted to it. Well, we don't know. I mean, you know, she just said she can't lie to you, though, you know? Like, that could go either way. Mm. Because we don't know that it's the same person. I mean, to me, it actually makes me, it would think lead me to believe it's not the same person because it's a totally different picture of Tony Danza. Yeah, why would you get a second picture of Tony Danza? Right. That's just more work. 
This is now the third picture of Tony Dance on this. Right, uh, that's a lot of work. Yeah. It's not. Well, we can have as many as three, three times people the amount of work. These. All right. Rob. Yes, sir. You hear me? About what? Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just making sure you can hear me right now. Yes, yeah, I can hear I'm you. Mr. Clear. All right. Rob, Allie, uh, Little Miss Huge Clown Penis. Huge Clown Penis. No more dances stop. Okay, no more. Till next week. <laughs> no more, period. This is a stop with the next week shit. No more. This got to stop. We'll it's, I think it's important to acknowledge the patron saint of Italian-Americans. That's all. He's not. I have patron. a life hack for our listeners, though. You can also send them to Gabagoolie Mystery Corner. Oh, fuck her. <laughs> this is getting out of control. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you, Mike. It hurts a little bit that so much work has gone into finding all these fun facts about Mr. Tony Danza, Saint Danza, if you will, and uh, and and you don't uh, you don't appreciate it. No, I've made it very clear I don't. Maybe you should just stop fucking doing it. There you go. No one's making you do it. Saint Anthony Danza. Although, a little bit uh, of fun for me now. We have a Huckleberry Humphrey Hillbilly Hoedown this oh. week. Oh, we got one of those, huh? Yeah, we got one. This is where we celebrate Rob's move down south, becoming a, quote, redneck. And uh, these are anonymous. By the way, they all go up on Patreon. We explain them on the show. There you go. Well, that. we try to explain them on the show. These are hard to explain. <laughs> this one's pretty straightforward. Um... <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, that's pretty funny. So, all right. This is split in two. So there's a top portion and a bottom portion. The uh, top portion is, um, well, it's a toilet. <laughs> Uh, that seems to be uh, disconnected from any plumbing of any sort. It's in the it's in the yard. It's outside. Yeah, outside in, in the and uh, I guess that's someone's yard. I don't know. There seems to be a lot of debris about. Wow. Um, but uh, and the seat is gone. It's it's totally missing the seat and the top part over the tank. Right? Is that what that is? The big porcelain part. Yes. Yeah. Uh, on, on the top of the tank is gone. Um, the top part, the tank is is filled with ice and. Uh, I'm just going to guess those are beers. Probably. Uh, in the ice. I can't really tell um, from looking at it, but I can't imagine what else it would be. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the bowl has uh, just a bunch of charcoal <laughs> in it um, with a, a like a grill top setting across the top uh, and a fire that's lit. And then uh, that's the top portion. And then the bottom portion of the meme is... Well, just a hillbilly um, doing, I don't even, how do you describe what he's doing with his face? I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know. Like Scrunching it up. Weirdly. Yeah, he's scrunching it up and then it looks like he doesn't have he a has mouth no lips. because of it. Yeah. Yeah, or his lips or something. He's wearing a hat, too, that's pretty stylish. Camo. <laughs> <Damn laughs> um, uh, it seems to have some leaves on it. Do you think those are real leaves or fake leaves? There's some very stiff leaves. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think maybe those are fake, like plastic <laughs> leaves. And it looks to be a camouflage hat. Mm-hmm. He said the man was a hillbilly. Yeah, but it's not It's not a, like a ball cap. Like, what kind of hat is that? I don't know. I forgot what you call those. Yeah, it's like a hat. Like a hat hat. The one with the, the brim around it that flops, but he's got it turned up. His is stiff. 
Yeah, yeah. And uh and then uh it says now that's grilling. Dude. And uh you know, I mean look. I would prefer my food to not be made in that way. <laughs> um but if that's what you got to work with, I guess that's what you got to work with. <laughs> that is ingenuity. That's just incredible. That is the one thing about the uh, the redneck folk. The ingenuity knows no bounds. They think of something and they get it done. That's a cooler and a fucking grill in one, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of genius in a way. Oh, yeah. Like, I, feel like, I feel like if you made that product that wasn't a toilet... <laughs> you know like if you yeah. just made a cooler grill combo thing you could probably sell a lot of them let's go on shark tank <laughs> yeah 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 take the toilet as a prototype and see what happens <laughs> well that's it for the gobble crap the dams of crap no more next week yeah right i said that no more until next week no no more at all no next, week. next okay. week Unbelievable. that's it uh, we will take a quick break and we'll be right back with the leprechaun. You motherfuckers are going to be nice to this movie now. We'll see. Till next week. <laughs> Till next week. All right, I'm serious about this. I I'm not tolerating no bullshit tonight with this one, All right. guys. All right, I, out All right. of the gate, I want to say that normally I come in and I already know what my Rob score is going to be for the movie. Mm-hmm. Portnoy, I've got a range and I haven't nailed anything down yet. Okay. Um, okay. I'm not going to say whether um, it's good or bad. I'm just saying there's a range. And I haven't quite landed on a score. I would like to start, if that's okay. This movie made me really sad. Why? Because uh, at some point, Mikey used to like fun. Uh-huh. And it's just, uh, it hurts that we can't have movies like this anymore on the show. Uh, do. It sucks that the one that we have is Leprechaun, I think. It is disappointing to me to watch this movie and try, like, I can't figure out why you would enjoy this and not care as hell. Yeah, that's the thing that gets me. Like, it's not even that I don't like Leprechaun. It's just that I don't understand why, if you love Leprechaun, you don't love other gorier movies, honestly. Uh, and then there's like we there are a lot of debates that I think are gonna get kind of rehashed that are that are gonna come up here. But there's like the you know is it too silly thing? Uh, is is it paced well? Does it get a B movie score? The one that is really gonna kill me is because Mikey always comes down on movies that he doesn't think are horror enough. And this is dangerously close to that line where some of the shark movies have been, where it's oh. like, he said that they're comedies, and I, you know... Oh, this is a horror comedy, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. You can't take this one away. You, I, I could not see this being anything but... I don't know. I So, that's the thing, is like, I don't... I'm not going to le- argue that Leprechaun is not a horror yeah, yeah. movie, but I do think we've had, like... <laughs> uh. 
and you're you're about to get so mad, but Aww. Santa Jaws, I think, <laughs> is as much <laughs> of a horror movie <laughs> as Leprechaun. Sharks of the Corn. Like, all, all of my shark movies, with the exception of bad CGI sharks, which they admitted was a comedy, that's yeah. on us. Um, with that one exception, I, I think that our shark movies are at the same, like, horror comedy uh, level as this, Leprechaun. This movie definitely tilts the scale in favor of comedy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... Alright. See, the thing is... It's a shark. And I'm not on this side. Of the, I'm kind of like, th this is kind of my my cat's argument here with, with this. I'm not going to argue it because I don't feel this way. But there are people out there who try and say Jaws isn't a horror movie. And I, I don't understand it because it is for a lot of reasons, more than just people die. But yeah, it's a shark. You know, and I... I would I say, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not dinging it much for that. I'm just saying, I think that's my lens that I look at those from a little more. I mean, I still say, uh, Santa Jaws is a, it's a horror movie, and right. so is Sharks of the Corn. I, I'm just saying they lean more towards the comedy than, than I would like them to. All right. uh, I do think Sharks of the Corn is more of a horror movie than Santa Jaws, though. Does Leprechaun lean more to comedy than you want? Uh, uh no. Not um, in this will... movie. No. Okay, I will also throw this out there uh, as like my opening, not us bickering criticism, yeah. but like my my opening thought, I guess, uh, about Leprechaun itself. One thing that bothers me about it I, that I didn't notice until the rewatch today, until I was like looking for things. I I yeah. never in my life thought I would be at a point where I was looking for like critical things to say about Leprechaun. I never thought this is where it would end up. But <laughs> while I was looking for like semi-intelligent things to say about Leprechaun, one thing that did kind of irritate me is that the horror and the comedy come in the same scenes, like at the same time. And everything in between then feels like like a 90s WB show, like if that makes sense. I can see the WB show thing. Yeah. Like there's a lot of filler. Uh there's like a lot of kind of awkward character banter. There there was like I wish there had been uh, my my problem isn't that there's too much comedy to horror in Leprechaun. It's that I wish that comedy had been more focused during the scenes where the horror wasn't also there. You know, it felt like they were trying to do everything at the same time. Yeah. In short I can, bursts. I can see that. It but I don't mind it because <clears throat> I don't know what later in the franchise, it definitely leaned more towards comedy, but it had its moment. You know, like I would never take horror from any of those movies, but you know, it, it definitely leaned more in others than in this one, but it, it kind of just became his thing. You know, like he's going to talk shit throughout. And I even have a note in here somewhere that, uh, I, can't find it right now but he he there was one scene he was just talking shit the whole fucking way through it's like damn man you know what the i i the weakest part of this movie i feel is the writing and I don't, i'm not saying it was terrible but yeah I, it wasn't good 
it wasn't no. great, but I mean, we got to look at Jennifer Aniston throughout. I mean, who, who's upset about that? And that was a pretty short dress for the '90s. Like that was uh, borderline scandalous. There, that woman is a <laughs> goddess, man. Like honestly, the that's perfection in every form. I'm just saying. Are you done being a creep? No, not for Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. No, <laughs> no, no. I um, I've always enjoyed Leprechaun. Like I, this movie, I've always enjoyed it. I think it is fun. We. We've even talked before, like uh, there was the uh, the the episode where Cat's mom was was continuously texting about purchasing <laughs> all of the Leprechaun movies yeah. because they were on sale. Um, and I, I told you then I I spent a Sunday when all the movies they were on Netflix, uh, all of them, and I just sent spent an entire Sunday from the time I woke up to like the time I went to bed, and I just watched them all, just marathon through the entire franchise, and it's a lot of fun. Um, some of the movies are better than others, but for the most part, they're all pretty fun. Like, I, it's enjoyable to sit and watch the the Leprechaun movie. There were six movies in this original franchise. We don't talk about Origins and Returns. I think was like its own thing. Uh, out of six movies, in my opinion, there were only two bad ones. And I mean. That that's a okay. pretty decent success rate. Uh oh. Hang on though. I uh, no, I just I want to throw out the numbers here because you're saying that there are only two bad ones out of six, opinion. but it's after you've already disqualified a two. Oh yeah, well Origins does just does not fucking count. It it just doesn't. That... I'm just saying, you raised some eyebrows when I refused to count spiral, so <laughs> That's a fair point. It was one movie that canonically they would not call Saw. So <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that in some ways, Origins is the most horror movie of all of them. <laughs> Why do you have to do this? I just don't. No, no, I'm not gonna. No, are you being serious? I can never tell with you, Rob. He's not being serious. He I've can't seen be Origins serious. once, and I don't even remember it. <laughs> it was an awful. It had nothing to do, nothing to do whatsoever. And and I still haven't seen Jigs, uh, uh, Spiral because I just don't want to waste my time. I'm just saying it wasn't called like Saw Origins. It was called From yeah. the Book of Saw. <laughs> like they. Yeah, but either way, out of six movies, I mean, you want to count those. I, I don't out of an original core. All right. You know, the, 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 those original six with Warwick Davis and, and all that. Dude, I think there was only two bad movies, and that's not bad for any horror franchise, especially one with about a fucking leprechaun. Um, let's see. I got to think about it because I don't know. I'm not as familiar with the franchise. Um, I didn't like two. Me, that was one of the ones that were bad. And I didn't like one of the hood ones. The first one, one I didn't like. I think. I think that's right. I think I didn't like. Leprechaun in the hood, but I liked back to the hood. Yes, I appreciate you saying it correctly too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's just kind of what he did, man. You know, like he talked shit through. I, I feel like the writing for the Leprechaun for Warwick Davis throughout this franchise definitely got better because they kind of kind of like with Freddy. You know, the first movie he didn't talk much. The second movie was, you know, it was a little weird. Then they hit that stride with the character 
And they were Some like, would oh, argue okay. with Freddy, the movies where he doesn't talk as much are better. Uh, that's fair, too. That's fair, too. But I don't think... Because Leprechaun kind of mirrors Freddy in certain ways. You know, like, they're one of the, the few big horror villains, you know, if you want to count them as big, whatever. No, known horror villains that, uh, you know, are able to talk throughout the yeah. movie. And we spend... That's another note I took. We spend a lot of time with the Leprechaun on screen in this movie. Yeah, I mean, and maybe too much. That might be part of the reason why it feels less of a horror movie and more of a comedy at times. Yeah, because you're looking at a, a, a leprechaun. But, dude, he, he's a terrifying little fucker, though, no? Mm. No? I, I don't find... I don't know. I mean, I guess, like, if I saw that in real life, yeah, it would probably freak me the fuck <laughs> yeah. out. But he as far as on screen... more than I remember. Uh, as far as on-screen movie villains go, I don't think he's especially terrifying. I don't know, man. There's always something. And maybe by terrifying, maybe that's the wrong word to use, but I mean, yeah, if I seen that, like if I woke up and that was standing there, I'm, the sheets are done. I'm yeah, ship absolutely. But as far as watching something on screen, I mean, it's just, and also, I mean, look, not to be a dick about it or whatever, but it also has something to do with the overall size, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm watching it, it on screen, and it's like, all right, well, there's that little dude. It's kind of like Chucky, you know, with Chucky. I'm like, just punt him across the room. But he, the makeup looked so good, though. And the like, makeup looks really good. The, effects are, the, the makeup effects look really good. The other effects, you know, eh. might not be as good as Sharks of the Corn. Uh, mm, all right, hold on now. Let, let's get back to our original. Amazing. <laughs> let's get back to our original discussion here. Why I I love Leprechaun and I don't like Sharks of the Corn and those other shark movies and all that guy anything I consider a shark movie personally. Do you see the difference in in presentation? You know what I mean. Like this, this looked like so much better of a movie than any of those movies. And the effects I thought, I mean, maybe you guys don't agree, but I thought they were great. See what's missing for me, and I. I can tell that this is going to start a fight, uh, but what's missing for me from Leprechaun when compared to the shark movies is that the shark movies are made with so much love, like, I, <laughs> and nothing else in most cases, <laughs> but it's like, yeah. the passion is just there, and it's like, there are, the presentation is way better in Leprechaun, like, I can't, I could try to make a case for that, and it wouldn't get me anywhere, I, it's got, like you said, the makeup looks really good. Um, the set, like, was pretty cool in some places, at least. Um, there's, like, some cool visual stuff going on. But, like, there are just a lot of little things that, like, bothered me. Because you could tell that no one cared that much. And, like, the script is a big one. The writing for this was not phenomenal. Uh, they They had, like, a lot of just filler time that didn't amount to much. The kind of all the dumb nitpicky things, but like I, you know, they have a professional team out there painting a house, and that's not even cleaned yet. Mm. (laughs) You know, and you can see the like all the spots that are open, and he's teaching her how to use the one brush of red paint that they have to paint the same spot over and over again. Like there are just a lot of little details that 
for a movie that had the ability to present these things better, you, you could tell that the care wasn't necessarily put into it. And also, the presentation and look of the movie should be better than the presentation of Look at Sharks or the Corn or something like that, because they had $900,000 to make this movie in 1993, which is about double for inflation at this point. So, you know, their budget, if they made it today, would be about $1.8 million. Sharks of the Corn did not cost $1.8 million. No, it and, didn't. But And Shark that's kind of the thing with shark movies, is you can, like, you know, when they do dumb stuff like this, it's like, you know that they probably literally only had that one brush of paint. But with Leprechaun, it, it becomes kind of like, as soon as there's a production value, the expectations get higher overall. And I just, I wish that there had been someone doing these little tweaks here and there, you know? They they had they had some money to make it. I will say this. I, I, I'm not gonna forego that. That is that is true. But that money goes fast when you're doing what they're doing. Like imagine how much money it takes to make up Warwick Davis every time on set. You know, like I and again I, I understand it doesn't take all of it, I know. But, you know, they, they did a lot. There was a lot of, of blood and gores and bites and all this shit. But, man, I understand it's still far and away what Sharks of the Corn and these other movies had. But, but God damn it, man, we've seen movies with, with very little to no money make do way better than that. And And that's my thing. Like, I mean, yeah, there's love in there, but it's like, they kind of go out of their way to make shit look dumb in, in shark movies. And it's like, God damn it, man. It, it, that's just not for me. Like every effect in here, other than the pogo scene, it, you know, it, it looked great. Like the bite when uh, the dad was reaching into the tree, that looked really good. You don't like the pogo scene? I liked it, but I'm saying it's sort of like it didn't, it wasn't the best kill in the movie. I mean, yeah. it was a cool kill. See, but I think it's things like that that I find endearing in, like, the shark movies. Yeah. You know, like, I think I like that scene in The Leprechaun because uh, it, it's not, you're right, it, it doesn't look the best. I don't think it looks terrible, but it doesn't look no. great either. And I find that endearing. <laughs> There's something about it that I just kind of like. Uh, I, I disagree. I mean, you got to realize what you're watching, and and I think that they realized what they were making when they made this movie. I I, I think they achieved. See, that's the thing too. I feel like as and and I've said that the the writing was the weakest point in the movie. But man, this thing, I they set it up really well. They didn't waste time in a lot of places. I'll say the O'Grady scene where they went to see him in the nursing home. They could the movie could have just did without that. You know, all that. There's, there's plot holes all around that. Like, they spent all that time trying to get that fucking truck started to get dude to the hospital and all that stuff. Why didn't you all jump in that Jeep? You know, like there's just plot holes around the galore. And th that could have been taken out entirely. That has to do probably a little bit with the writing as well. You know, like, you probably should know to chop that. It would have helped with, you know, cutting a little time off of it, too. But <clears throat> all in all, I feel like the setup, really nice. Like the the opening of this movie is really good. They oh, always what? No, the setup of this movie drives me crazy from a Why? standpoint. I hate it so much. I uh, it's so I don't even want to say convoluted because that's not 
It's not the word I'm looking for. That it's so honestly, I think that O'Grady bringing the leprechaun into the situation was the more interesting story. Like, and I hate that we're done with that like so fast. O'Grady just as a character he's like okay i'm gonna ship this fucker from ireland but then i'm going to put this gold into my mom's fake ashes or whatever like there's just his dialogue with his wife there is so much just like random nonsense going on it's very chaotic it feels like you've come in in the middle of like a 90s soap opera and like you don't know what's going on and then it slows down so fucking far after that like they toss you into the middle of a situation and they're like here you go here's something like really interesting and chaotic anyway <laughs> do you want to see jennifer aniston clean a house for 20 minutes and it's like <laughs> no what all right i want to see why the old man shipped a leprechaun <laughs> like what the fuck like the pacing I, and it's not even it's not the introduction so much like the setup but it's just the pacing is so uneven because i had so many questions at the beginning of this movie and then to go from that to like and also i don't know if this is a 90s thing i don't know if i'm coming at this from like a more modern lens i feel like they really wanted us to be irritated with tori for things that are very normal like i I noted a lot throughout the beginning of this movie. Oh, no. Can confirm in the 90s, Tori was a super annoying character. Okay. Cause she, I, you know, she's like, I don't like meatloaf. And he's like, Did you know that your shoes are leather? And it's like, I'd kick a dude. Like, what the fuck? No. I mean, I, she does have one of my favorite lines, though, very early in the movie when she's like, Now I'm in New Mexico with my hick father. And I'm like, Dude, he's sitting right there. What the fuck? <laughs> I think I like that they kind of the story they were telling was very simple. You know, like it was it was mm. the dude. Came, you can't say that. You can. can't say that. No, you cannot say that a story is simple when it opens with a guy in poverty, convinced he's a millionaire that opens up a fucking box with a leprechaun in his basement. I'm sorry. There's a lot going on there. It's not a simple setup. It's just an abandoned setup. No, like, it's, you know, the leprechaun. You know, that's the story of them. Like, leprechauns are known, you know? Like, they have the pot of gold. If you catch them, they gotta give you the gold, the whole thing. This motherfucker wants it back. So he followed him all the way from Ireland. That's open shut. You know, like, that's believable. Like, I mean, it, it, as far as normal people, of course not, no. But we're watching a horror movie about a killer leprechaun. He wants the gold back. He followed him. You know, I mean, that, that's... that. I like that they didn't waste much time on that. I, and... But they wasted time on house cleaning. Like, that's the thing. I just... I. You're right. There are a lot of stories that I spend too much time on exposition. Leprechaun could have easily been one of those, like, we're going to tell you the story of a leprechaun for 90 minutes. And they didn't do that. But they chose to use that time on stuff that I cared about even less somehow. And that irritates me. I I didn't mind what the switch to, you know, because they started that story. Because well, you're in love with Jennifer Aniston. Well, even, that was nice, too. But I, you know, I, I also noted, like, the father, he was pretty, like, you know, he was just pretty much there dealing with her bullshit. And then you had, what's his name, Nate, 
who's there and you know he's a fucking handsome guy and then they have their back and forth you know the, the characters were very very nine like typical run-of-the-mill characters in the 90s you know, mm-hmm. you had fucking Ozzy, who was like the big dumb dude. You had the smart mouth little kid. You know, you had the handsome guy. You had the beautiful girl. Very simple horror movie setup. They didn't waste any time on that, which was nice. You had, there was 10 minutes between seeing the leprechaun the first time with O'Grady and then another 10 minutes where you see him again in the basement. Was that Ozzie. only 10 minutes? It was only 10 minutes. That felt so much longer to me. 10 minutes. I actually I think the second one might have been 12. Oh, yeah, 12, another 12 minutes and you see him again. So yeah, 10 minutes with the O'Grady's then 12 minutes and I I like that, man. Like it didn't I don't know. I just like those characters. Like they had their back and forth. It was stupid. It was, you know, it wasn't bad to me. But and then you had Warwick Davis again. You got to spend a good amount of time with him. We had the whole back and forth with Ozzy. Then before you know it, he's under the truck and then you get him again. I, I felt that they kept me they kept me entertained throughout. At least, you know, the first half of the movie. That, that O'Grady thing at the end I could have went without. But I I mean, I think they got a lot in there, man. Does let me ask you guys a question. Hmm. We're 30 years now removed from this movie. Does the Aussie character play well, you think? No. I and it's not the Aussie, it's not Aussie's character, I will say. It's uh, the kid, <laughs> and I feel bad because it's like it's hard to blame a kid, uh, for not being. It's hard to blame a kid thirty years ago for not being politically correct by modern standards. But this is a storyline that today, uh, just the thing that irritates me is he's like, he just decides he's like, I'm gonna get this surgery for my dumb friend who obviously has some kind of issue and then he's like uh and then he tells him to his face he's like we can make you less dumb with all this money and like ozzy didn't even know that people were making fun of him like it was kind of a sad moment and then at the end the fucking nerve of this kid because he's like we're gonna use the money to get an operation to make ozzy smart and tori's like there's no operation that can do that. And he's like, I know, but he doesn't. And it's like, he didn't give a fuck about it until you brought it up, you little fuck. Like Yeah, it's it doesn't it doesn't play really well for me either. Yeah, I it's interesting. Um there are a bajillion fun facts for this movie later when we get into trivia. I got so much for you guys because I had to know it all. Now you have to know it all. I, I think that type of character in general doesn't just like, you know, it's just yeah. not going to work now. But. but they wanted the studio wanted to cut that whole thing from the from the movie. Uh, the, not necessarily the Aussie character, but that whole exchange about uh, the surgery to make him smarter and everything, because they thought it, it would come across as insensitive. Um, <laughs> and uh, the director did not want to. I think in hindsight, it might be the one case in recorded history where the studio note was correct. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with that, but I'm, I, I'm not going to ding them for it hard because, you know, there, there's a lot of shit in a lot of different horror movies. We look back at now and go, ah, yeah, that don't yeah, look I, great. It's not something that I'm going to like penalize yeah, yeah. it too hard, but it is one of those things. It's aged very poorly. And it is interesting because I do feel like in so many cases, it's the, character themselves like if this were a different horror movie i feel like ozzy's portrayal you know would have been the problem and i think it's very hysterical that in leprechaun it was just the kid 
like fucking things up. Also, why was that goddamn kid there? I Yeah, I was going to say that that's another thing that was very 90s that I don't typically like. But that was like you had a smart mouth kid in there. That that's what it was. What was that movie yeah, with like, Tim who Allen was too? He? What uh, he was one of what? the three guys that paint. What was that what? was the name of the company? Why? <laughs> yeah. Know. He keeps Ozzy in check. I mean, what? And not for nothing, I noted that too about them painting that. They do not. I don't think they, yeah, any of them know how to paint a house. No. And she's like, I'm going to put you out of business painting this one splotch red. And it's like, maybe. Like, have yeah. you seen the job these other dude? They were all, did? they were all there all day. And all they painted was that one panel by the fucking window is literally and bright ass red. Or literally or clean the house. Like, <laughs> That the colors were chosen primed. intentionally, but we'll get to that in fun fact. Well, oh, those no. colors were terrible. I would, I would shoot somebody if they painted my house either of those colors. Yeah, the but shades. Um, yeah, but what's his name? Is his name Nick or Nate or some bullshit? Nate. That guy would be much better off firing the little kid in uh, Ozzy and just doing all the work himself. Yeah, probably. Right, he would get more work done if he didn't have those two running around. Except for he gets distracted by pretty ladies, so... <laughs> hey, man, that was Jennifer Aniston. I'd distract anybody. <laughs> well, and that's another question I had. Do you think that Nate and Jennifer Aniston made a sex tape? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me right now? Can I not have nothing, dude? This is supposed to be my one fucking week. Partly because of that right there was a big part of why I got this pick this week. You gonna do it again? No, don't worry. I'm not sex tape drunk this time. If they did, I'd watch it, though. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> In a heartbeat, I would. But no, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't think, again, the writing, dialogue, you know, that kind of stuff. I, I will agree that that is the weakest point of the movie. But that's not even why. Well, I mean, Friday the 13th, we could talk about that you know, forever. Like, dialogue in those movies are awful. And, you know, some of those had a lot more money than this thing. Like, yeah, it's just. I don't know. It's it's not those one liners. Leprechaun was like a. I've always kind of put him as a a late Freddy Krueger, and although the late Freddy Krueger is not what we like, this our favorite Freddy Krueger, that's what he was from start to finish. Leprechaun, you know, like he didn't start off one way and then turn into you know like he. That's what he always gave you, and you know what. I'm all right with that. That's fun to me. And he gets any, and his kills are like gory as shit. Like he does not play. And a lot of it does not happen off screen. You know, like they give it to you. That's, uh, that's true. Yeah, he's an older Freddy Krueger, but for better and worse. For better and worse. And yeah, uh, like, agreed. But, you know, that's the, what he always you was. You know, the bad comes with the good there. But I, Absolutely. you're right about the kills. Like for putting it into its time. There are a lot of on-screen kills. I wish... I Okay, I cycling back around to the pogo stick here for a second. I wish that there had been, uh, like, more creative deaths like that. Like, just kind of... Not that it was the best kill in the movie. Uh, not that it looked the best. But I just... You know, he's kind of a... He's a whimsical horror villain and i kind of wish that they had leaned into that a little bit more because like the pogo stick death was something that we hadn't seen you know yeah and I, I do wish that there had been not and again i'm not gonna knock it too much because it does have a moment like that it's hard to be like you know 
give us all moments like this one good moment. But I, it is kind of something that in this first Leprechaun movie I wish they had played more with was just having more fun deaths. Yeah. I think the cop death was by far and away that that was my best scene of the movie. Um I could agree. No, honestly, I still I prefer the Pogo death. I think it was the best really? kill in the movie. Man, he really he fucked with like that's what I love about Leprechaun too. He's not you know, like the fun deaths are cool. And later in the franchise they definitely play with those. Vegas and yeah. You know, they, but in this one alone, yeah, they, they it was lacking it. But man, the ones they gave us were so fucking good. Like he the leprechaun isn't just the straight slasher, although sometimes he is, and maybe more so in this movie. But you know, he was playing with the wife's head in the beginning when she was dead and what he did with that cop with the mind games and he's just got that sadistic side to him you know and i love that man like he was toying with that cop and his face was fucked up he he fucked with him on so many levels no but when you're making a movie about a killer leprechaun it better be fun and the pogo stick is much more fun i w- the pogo stick's more fun the other thing and it's it's hard to criticize it because it should be fun and I think this might have taken away from it. it. It could have been easy to, you know, try and take this too seriously. But there are just, a, and again, it's the lack of care because there are just these little things. But one of the coolest things is that he has, you know, like these mimicry powers that are like really convincing. But then he immediately reveals himself all the time, always. <laughs> and it's like, I, I would have liked to see more of the mind games a little bit. And not even, because you do too much of it and it becomes, you know, like a psychological horror movie. And that's also not what I want from Leprechaun, but just a little bit more of like turning people against each other, luring more people away. A lot of it is like, you know, luring people into one specific room to hop out at them with a weapon, you know, and it's like, I just, it's, it's a cool lore thing that they decided to give this villain and then really underutilize. I think the most effective use of it is actually like the cat meow, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of a bummer. Cause like, we know he can mimic voices and that's cool as shit. Well, so I want to amend what I said. The pogo scene is the best kill in the movie. The best scene in the movie is when he's um, riding the skateboard back and forth. <laughs> that was funny as shit. And uh, and what's his name is trying to shoot him with that that shotgun or whatever. That was my favorite scene. That was funny. It was very playful. It was. And that's what I mean. Like this movie, it some of the stuff might not have been done perfectly and there might have been things that could have been done a little differently maybe more extensive maybe less extensive whatever the moment called for but man they fit a lot of shit in there and even though here and there it it did feel like the shit was kind of going in different places but they they hit every note and i don't think they hit anything they hit was bad I think they they did, not all of it was great, but I don't think any of it was done badly, and that's that's why this movie just hangs around me so, long. dude. 
he flipped a fucking 1974 F100 with a go-kart with a rake attached to the front. Flipped the whole fucking thing. Like, it was so ridiculous. But goddamn it, man, I, I got to see the leprechaun driving a go-kart. Well, yeah, that just made the movie unrealistic. Yeah, it's that a leprechaun. Unrealistic. <laughs> How dare you? My... I so I think my issue with Leprechaun and it's it's one thing to be like I had to watch I like with anything I think you have to be kind of in the mood to watch a sillier movie and I tried I tried I got a little bit drunk I tried to get there Leprechaun for me and this is something I just realized today it's not a movie I can pay this much attention to without getting annoyed like it's something that I can throw on when I'm drinking, in the background and appreciate the cool kills, but it felt way slower, like, sitting down to watch it. You know, like, I and it, it had really entertaining moments. It had a lot of things I like. I'm harping on it a lot, but it's because in between those really cool moments, in between the kills and the skateboard and the flipping of uh, F-150s, I just was bored. And, like, that's you have to have something entertaining in between kills for it to be like a fun movie from start to finish you know they had jennifer aniston it did have jennifer aniston that's my argument it's bulletproof <laughs> guys it has jennifer aniston um and i do have two more tiny little nitpicks if anyone cares okay let's hear uh one is that i don't like that the clover field was glowing <laughs> and then uh, I so I was irritated with that, and then the second time they showed it, it was not glowing, and that somehow irritated me more <laughs> that it glows inconsistently. <laughs> Drove me crazy. <laughs> this poor movie, it deserves better than this. No, it was irritating. I didn't like it. Um, I had just come around, and then they quit doing it. Uh, the other thing, and this is <laughs> this is a very '90s thing, I think. Uh. The sound effects were a lot. Uh, and with the kills, it was one thing. There was a scene really early in where the spider's walking across the desk and someone edited in footstep sounds for the spider. And I fucking <laughs> lost my shit. I never like, noticed how that. how heavy is this fucking spider that he has to clomp, clomp, clomp across this desk? God damn it. These are things that you guys love about the fucking shark movies, and it's not right. Why we're why we're nitpicking stuff. Uh I what drove one the thing that drove me crazy was there's a fucking rainbow uh, in this movie. And everyone's like, it's just a rainbow. No one's questioning the fact that they are in a dust bowl with a bunch of dead dry leaves. It looks like it hasn't rained in a hundred days let alone recently enough for there to be a fucking rainbow. Nobody questions it. Well, I mean, yeah. They, there was a they, storm 10 years ago. The right, rainbow's long rainbow overdue. Ozzy and the kid are excited because it's a rainbow, and that's what uh, kids and, and dumb people, I guess, get excited about. And I think it's it might be Nate. I don't know. It may be uh, Jennifer Aniston. They're like, it's just a rainbow. It's like, yeah, but there's no rain. Nobody's questioning any of that. There was... Also... Becca. She gets on the... So she goes from that, like, oh, it's just a rainbow. Oh, Ozzy, stop saying it's a leprechaun. Like, she goes from these things 
real fast to like we've got to find this fucking clover <laughs> like that switch <laughs> is so quick you guys literally were defending a movie where on several occasions <laughs> the character said and i quote it must have been an illusion and shrugged their shoulders I don't and remember you are that. gonna nitpick this that was a movie where everyone was like that all the time. It was fantastic. <laughs> God damn it. I'm just saying, if there's a rainbow and there's no rain, it doesn't make any sense. And this is the this is the double-edged sword of having a budget, is because when you have a budget, uh, people assume incorrectly i've incorrectly assumed that someone should have been paying attention to the script and <laughs> here we are the writing was but i mean that i don't give a fuck about that that i'm not biting on that one i mean it's a movie about a leprechaun we, we can forgive a magic rainbow it must have been it's an not illusion. the rainbow that i have a problem with it's the characters it's... in the movie not questioning oh. the rainbow it I mean, must have been an illusion. The rainbows, like the magic <laughs> leprechaun thing with the rainbow, the pot if of Jennifer gold, Aniston rainbow, had said it must that. have been an illusion, I would have forgiven it. <laughs> right. They're, they're, instead, they're like, it's just a rainbow. Yeah, but it hasn't rained. A girl it came, any sense. A girl ran into a house screaming and crying, saying there's a decapitated head that floated out of a well and bit her in the ass. <laughs> and nobody blinked an eye. Yeah, you'd think that woman was crazy. Who would make something like that up? Or who would, you know, who would believe that that was real? Shame on the both of you. They shame, saw the shame. rainbow, and they didn't question it. it. It didn't make any sense. Um, And then the last, the absolute last note that I have is Nate says, I put six rounds into that thing at one point. Is he that a, an homage to Dr. Loomis saying he shot Michael six times? Probably. They had a couple of callbacks to things in here. Yeah, I didn't notice. That was the only thing I noticed. Yeah, they had a, uh, a couple of things that I thought could have been anyway. You know, who knows? But um, I don't I, I didn't I don't remember off the top of my head what they were. But I remember looking at that and wondering a couple of times. Well, yeah, a, a better script would have helped this movie. A sex tape would have helped this movie. Oh, I mean, you motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker. Leave the sex tape talk alone. Don't do it again to me. Let me have something. Please. Uh, but I think I've landed on a score, so that's good. That's good. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't have a tremendous amount uh, to say other than it was just fucking, I love it. It was phenomenal. Oh, I take, I take back what I said earlier, though. The, the best kill in the movie, in my opinion, is the cop. But the best scene for me in this movie was hands down the fuck you lucky charms. Hands down. Mm. No? No, nah, I don't like Come that. Come on. Use the slingshot, man. No. Nah. That meant some shit in the 90s. A kid with a striped yellow and red shirt saying, fuck you, Lucky Charms, hitting him with a slingshot with a four leaf clover in it. Nah. I don't I know how care. to make you happy then. I, I just don't care don't for that. Shame on you. Shame on you. This is a childhood introduction to the genre and just shame on you i mean maybe for you i was 17 when this came out no i was sneaking out of my bedroom getting yelled at when this came out 
gave myself right up. Does anyone have any any other notes to get to, or I just and I've said oh, this, Lord. but I, I do want to reiterate it. I, uh -huh. It's a movie you have to be in the mood for. I had kind of a miserable time watching this today, and I don't feel that strongly negative toward Leprechaun most of the time. Honestly, I don't think about Leprechaun most of the time, and then I watch it, you know, like once a year uh, when I'm drunk on St. Patrick's Day, and that's that's enough. That uh, And on that day, it's a fun movie, and I'm glad that I watched it. And I, I don't mean to sound as negative as I do today uh but you've got to be in the mood to watch it like oh i love this i watched um uh leprechaun in space a couple weeks ago for the fuck of it okay i've got to be in the mood to watch it nah, leprechaun in space is is a good movie it is a good movie yeah, yeah absolutely it's the second best uh slasher in space movie behind jason x I'd rather yeah. watch Hellraiser in space, I think, than Leprechaun in space. Uh, no. I, I don't uh, want to watch Hellraiser uh, or anything. Well, no, don't say that. Come on. <laughs> Shame on you. I don't even know. I, I, uh, do you have trivia? Uh, not trivia. Um, uh, reviews for this cat. I do. Uh, oh, starting oh. with the tomato meter. Rob, real, before you do that, cat, Rob, you better be fair with these candy bars tonight. We'll see. We'll see what people have to say. Be fair. Um, <laughs> yeah um i i think this is going to be a situation where the candy bars might have to go to the higher ratings for a change uh but we'll we'll get uh -uh. there uh yeah um yes and <laughs> you're going to agree once you hear them uh but starting with the ratings the tomato meter uh the official tomato meter for this is 27 percent oh, get the fuck uh, out of here <laughs> critic score That's uh this is crazy. The lowest of our three scores. Uh, moving to the audience score, it is a 32%. That's disgusting. Uh, IMDb has it at a 4.8 out of 10, though, so... Nah, that's still gross. Shame on them. There is that. Um, okay, so, and I have... All of my reviews are pretty short today. I have uh, four of them. I have two negative reviews and uh, two very, very positive reviews. Uh, <laughs> I found no one out of ten stars that left reviews. Um, and this one just isn't even really about Leprechaun. I don't know what's going on here. Um, <laughs> but two out of ten. Is it about Dora the Explorer? <laughs> <laughs> it's not about Dora the Explorer. Uh, I don't know what it's about. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out together. Uh, the title of this is Paranormal Activity. What? Uh, and the review goes as follows: This movie is boring, stupid, not scary, and bad effects. I have not oh. seen uh, S C E N E the sequel, but I don't have high hopes for it. And they make so many sequels with an apostrophe to this piece of crap. There's oh. two, three, and four. They are making a fifth one. The reason I think they make them <laughs> is they are so easy to remake. The only oh, part... so many sequels. There's two, three, and four. He's out of his fucking mind. Uh, the only good part was the end, and that's not that good. So here are some things you should bring with you to see the film: a pillow, a DS, a blanket, a better movie, <laughs> must have. 
I did not bring any of this. Good luck. <laughs> what, Rob? Come on, man. No, I can't candy bar that. That's funny. That's not funny at all, dude. Like most of those sequels he mentioned were good, especially right, three, and four. Can't candy four bar. and five. It's funny. <laughs> Plus, I, I'm still not. I'm not entirely convinced he's not. He didn't write a review about Paranormal Activity. That's my favorite and just part. Posted in the wrong spot. Is that I genuinely <laughs> don't know if this is for Leprechaun. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't think. I don't think he means. There's no. And that's bullshit too. If he's talking about Paranormal Activity, but I don't Although, like it one way or another. I will. Well, hold on. What? How many paranormal? This was posted in There's, 2013. How many paranormal activity movies were there? Let me in see. 2013, you were they making a fifth that. one? <laughs> uh, it sounds about right. Um, let me see. Hey Alexa, oh, when did Paranormal Activity Five come out? The film Paranormal Activity, the Mark ones, was released on January 3rd, 2014. Oh, so, so yeah. 2014 is when the fifth one came out. That checks out. They would have been making it in. Why are you doing the Alexa thing, though? <laughs> Why? It's easy. It's helpful. You know I don't like that. Why? You're going to spend all that time typing it in and stuff. I can just ask her. I literally found it as she started saying it. Oh. Uh, I did, too, and I didn't have to type anything. Don't do it no more. <laughs> I don't like it. Anyway, yeah, no. Stop it, with the Tony dance. Yeah, and yeah, no more dances. No more till next week. But no, I'm uh, I'm still just as mad at that. The <laughs> fuck do you mean the paranormal activity one's a piece of shit? Oh. Also, I think it's very funny if he <laughs> is leaving a paranormal activity that. review to just title the review paranormal activity. There's just a lot going on in this review. <laughs> what the fuck? How, um, if he did that, might be our next. Uh, I am CSIMDB is to see if uh, yeah. there are more of these anomaly reviews. Yeah, dumbass. Like, if he did mean to put it under paranormal activity, out of all the movies to get to, not The Exorcist or Conjuring, fucking Leprechaun. <laughs> oh, it does get. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a wormhole here. If we want to revisit this, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So that's our first one. Um, our next one had just a very unsettling sentence in it, so Ooh. we have to talk about that also. Uh. Two out of ten stars. Uh, I made it halfway through. Oh. Half is all I could stomach. Not that it was such a big hearty meal I couldn't finish it all. This was a meager meal of such foul taste that I forced myself to eat half of it out of courtesy and deference uh, to Jennifer Aniston. Oh. <laughs> An ugly leprechaun is after his pot of gold and he'll kill to get it. If that premise sounds bad, seeing it in... Seeing that premise in action is much worse. I was you curious. You have to call the man ugly. <laughs> I was curious and a wee bit excited when I saw Aniston's name. All I can say about her appearance in this movie is that you've got to start somewhere. That's some bullshit right there, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, that. What did you expect? Like, are you a Friends fan and you just found out about the Leprechaun and watched it? Like, and you were expecting Chandler and shit? Like. Dude, you watch a horror movie about a leprechaun. What do you want him to look like? <laughs> Come on, you look great. That's that's a non-horror fan because you look at something that ugly and hideous and disgusting in a horror movie, and you're like, "Wow, that looks great!" You know? Damn. I can confirm from the other reviews that he is not a horror fan. There you go, fucking 
Oh my god, he has I take it back. I scrolled through the first page uh to see like what kind of movies there were and there were not any horror movies on there, but this user has left 3609 IMDb reviews. So this is not an adequate sample size here. What the fuck? You need a hobby, sir. Jesus <laughs> you have about those on Ooh. fucking letterbox. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't write reviews. You didn't for write any reviews. Of them. You that's, just. That's right. I, I mean, I rate them, but that's just clicking a button. That's super fair. That's true. Good point. All over the place, this guy. Um, so yeah, he might or might not be a horror fan. He ain't <laughs> I, horror I'm fan. not scrolling through all three thousand of these reviews. <laughs> I can tell just on that alone. Warwick Davis no, looks great. For next week, we need you to go through and break it down <laughs> into a pie chart percentage wise of what genres his reviews fall in. All right, so but I am going to make it up. Picture. <laughs> that was another thing. Um, I, I don't I don't want to forget to say it real quick, but I don't think I emphasize this enough talking about but like that scene where Warwick Davis scared the shit out of himself in the when he looked in the mirror. That was funny as hell. Warwick Davis did a phenomenal job in acting in this movie. I understand his dialogue wasn't the greatest thing in the world. Some of it's supposed to be cringe, but like his reactions to things and like he just owned that fucking character, man. All right. Just wanted to say, praise the Warwick Davis. Uh, Mikey, here we get into the positive reviews hey. for you. All right. Uh, 10 out of 10. The oh. review is called Diddle Dee Dee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on, on of the greatest Leprechaun movie ever made. Uh, uh, what, I'm sorry? <laughs> Yeah, um, one of the greatest Leprechaun movie ever made. This lovable little chap kills all them people in an hilarious fashion. Wow. So. <laughs> Damn. Ah, uh, that's where we're at with that one. That's the one you had to pick, huh? That's that's the positive <laughs> one I get. All right. That's well, the, that's I, the guy that liked it. That's the guy Thanks, that liked guy. it. Uh. I do have one other 10 out of 10 review, and I want to preface this uh, for the listeners by saying that I am Irish. I think if we got a non-Irish person to read this, it might be considered a hate crime. Um, I'm sorry, is Valor an Irish name? Uh, no. No. I'm, (laughs) no. Uh, It's a French name. I'm French-Irish. I'm Irish on my dad's side. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready for this? Yes. 10 out of 10, the Irish really are the greatest storytellers in the world. Attention all ye Americans and English, exclamation point. We, aside, uh, that's the we people for those of ya that don't know, (laughs) want to tell ya about the time when one of ours had an encounter with Jennifer Aniston. I know that you Americans think of her as the woman on Friends or as Brad Pitt's ex, but it was a fine job she did here. She must have had the luck of the Irish. Anyway, Leprechaun portrays a bunch of modern-day people getting chased by one of ours. FYI, the title character was played by Warwick Davis, who also starred in the Harry Potter movies and even appeared in Ray as a man whom Ray Charles met in Seattle. And wait, wait, who can't... the fuck was he in Harry Potter? Uh, Professor Flitwick, I think. I don't remember that. Or pretend I don't know that off the top of my head. Either one. <laughs> uh, hey, but, wait, he doesn't mention Willow? No. 
All right. Uh, Harry Potter and Roy. <laughs> uh, and can a humble Irishman like me make one last request? Ye Americans need to get over the Brad and Jennifer breakup. There's more important things in the world. <laughs> eh, that kind of was a big deal, wasn't it? This guy gets a fucking candy bar. There yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I bought this a fucking one specifically for asshole. the candy bar. But he didn't even really talk about, he didn't talk about the movie at all. No, 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 he didn't. He didn't talk about the movie at all. And everyone's over the Brad and Jennifer breakup. When did he post that, Kat? Are you able to see? Uh, he posted this in 2006. Oh. So I, uh, is that when they broke up? Probably. It might have hey, been Alexa. fresher in Oh, fuck me. <laughs> when did Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt divorce? Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt got married in 2000. They got divorced in 2005. Damn it. All right, so he was right. He was right on the timing there. What are I, Dude, I just told you don't do that. <laughs> I, we needed the information. I could have Googled it. You don't have to Google it now. I have an assistant. All right, you know what? Keep that same energy when Sexy Time Rob comes back around. <laughs> the neighbors are going to call the cops. <laughs> yeah, that'll come candy, over for a Mississippi birdbath. One of the two. Candy bar for that guy. And I, I was having a little trouble really paying attention to the beginning parts of that review because I was busy thinking about Cat's bagpipe corner. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, oh. Possible segment that could be coming to the show. Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> we can't be that that down bad, can we? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Just because I had checked the other two, I went to see like what kind of reviews he had. And again, scrolling through this first page, nothing super exceptional. Uh fairly good mix of movies, couple of classics, a uh, couple of more recent horror movies, a few Marvel things. He has left six thousand eight hundred and eight reviews Ooh. oh my god what Damn. what is wrong with people i don't mm -hmm. understand what's happening today mm -hmm. I, look in their defense <clears throat> i recently found out that if you leave enough amazon reviews you can get paid and like they'll send you free shit oh uh -huh. I, Is IMDb sending people free shit? I don't, maybe they can get. I, that's the only. What if you're oh. not getting paid or trying to? What the fuck are you doing? Also, some of these titles are really disturbing. He might be. He might boot out our last candidate for CSIMDb here. He has a Renfield review just titled "It's long past time for Nicolas Cage to lean into his roles." What the what? fuck? What? <laughs> What has Nick Cage been doing this entire time? <laughs> Probably what? fucking puppets. Stop it. Just Not saying. you. Give me my opinion. I don't understand. I how I want more time. I want <laughs> the kind of people the kind of time that these people have. Uh there's also an Uma review that's just called Why Do People Have Children Anymore? <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, uh, candy bar for the leprechaun. Yeah, definitely yeah, candy bar. Yeah. Definitely. He's just like an Irish guy that's super proud of the movie. Like, did you even watch the whole thing? Like, what yeah. are you doing, bro? I don't know. Yeah. You can't tell from that review. It, much like the Paranormal Activity review. Oh, that guy. <laughs> I'm mad at him no matter what he was trying to do on that one. I, <laughs> I fucked him all together. 
I, don't just, I love the idea that he was reviewing Paranormal Activity and just posted it under Leprechaun. He um, how did he get to the Leprechaun? I don't no. know. I don't know. I don't want to uh, spoil any future Patreon shows, but I might have evidence that that's exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Awesome. Fucking All right. Bastard. Give him a Are candy bar, Rob. Come on, do it. He got a candy bar. Last guy got a candy bar. No, but the the guy that put the paranormal activity. <laughs> no, that guy. A... Are you, that guy was right about two movies. That's that's hilarious. That guy's a legend. That yeah. aside, though, like for being that much of it, like how do you even manage to fucking do that, man? <laughs> I don't know. Are we ready yes. for trivia? Yes. Yeah, I'm ready for trivia. All right. Uh, we got a ton of fucking shit about this movie. Um. We'll start with a budget of nine hundred thousand. Uh, that that is uh, estimated. Although I think IMDb lists all their budgets as estimated. To be honest with you, um, mm. worldwide gross of eight point five million. Okay. And, um, this movie also did gangbusters when it came out on home video because of Friends and Jennifer Aniston. All right. Um, so here we go. I found, I was, uh, looking through, trying to figure out how he was going to sort all of the trivia for this movie. And okay. then I came across a website called, um, that I'd never heard of before called Halloween Year Round. And they have an article here and I cannot, um, okay. Oh, good God. Uh, hold on, Mikey. This looks like maybe an Italian name. Oh, why are you going to send it to me? I'll, I'm not sending it just to you. I'm sending it to the group chat, but I have a feeling you're going to be the one who's going to know how to pronounce it. How are you just going to assume because it's an Italian name that I'm going to fucking know how to pronounce it? I don't even know that it's an Italian name. I I, I don't know either. <laughs> oh, I got to refresh it. Yeah, that's a Mikey name. Yeah. How do you say that, Mikey? Uh, Pier Dominico? Pier Dominico? That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Uh, anyway, it's an article uh, on this website, Halloween Year Round, published by Dave Pier Dominico. And the, um, the title of the article is 30 Fun Facts About Leprechaun. Oh! So know. it... It made things really easy, and it's a fairly recent article. It was published on January 8th of this year. Oh, wow. Um, I guess for the 30th anniversary of the movie. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, writer-director Mark Jones got the idea from the uh, Lucky Charm serial commercials when he realized that there had never been a horror movie about a leprechaun before. Um, at hmm. the time, his only experience was as a TV screenwriter, and he had never directed a film before. The studio actually offered him more money not to direct the film, but he persisted, and he showed them all of his storyboards, which won them over. <laughs> Imagine that. They're like, we'll give you more money if you don't direct. Damn. Um, hmm. the, the film was plagued with production conflicts between the creative team. They wanted a gory slasher, and the distribution company... They wanted something more friendly, uh, family friendly in the vein of Gremlins. Okay, uh, so. that that could have something to do with the the inconsistency of the you know yeah, yeah, yeah I think the tonal problems maybe I think they landed in a good spot though personally yeah. it would have been better than you know a full on slasher they can't do that. 
Um, initially, the production wasn't sure if someone as big as Warwick Davis, um, who had been very successful in Willow, would be interested in being in their low-budget, campy horror film. At the time, however, Davis hadn't worked in nearly eight months, and he wasn't sure if he wanted to continue acting. Uh, he and his wife had also tragically lost their newborn son, who died at oh. only nine days old. So he took the role as a way to get back into acting, and he says it even proved to be therapeutic for him. It's yeah. awesome, man. I'm, yeah. You know, the, that it, it worked out for him, but damn, that sucks. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the credits for this movie. I did to just verify these two. Um, both uh, in the credits, there are special thanks given to George Lucas. Um, yeah. And that is, that is because Warwick Davis was under contract to Lucasfilm, and George Lucas had to give him permission to appear in the movie. Wow. And there's also a special thanks in the credit to then Vice President Dan Quayle. Um, and that is because Warwick Davis uh, was having an issue with his visa and uh, was having, wasn't sure he would be able to do the movie because of his visa problems. And the office of the vice president stepped in and got it done. Shame on the both of you. Vice President and George Lucas. <laughs> I'm going to leave that there. Gotta mean something. Uh, before the movie was released, Trimark Pictures put out an eight-page comic book, which served as a prequel to the movie. Although the events in the mo in the book completely contradict what happens in the movie. It's <laughs> funny. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, Leprechaun was Jennifer Aniston's first feature film, as we know. Up to that point, she had been in TV series like Quantum Leap and the Ferris Bueller television show. Um, she also had an uncredited role as an extra in Mac and Me, um, which leads me off the article to some more um, interesting stuff that I, I found out. Apparently, uh, while working on the movie, her and Warwick Davis got along very well. Um, even, uh, but then apparently, things got a little tense, and uh, as uh, Jennifer Aniston tried to sort of distance herself from the movie. And Warwick Davis would get very upset. He even said at one point uh, that he thinks she's just annoyed when she sees the movie because she's seen herself without so many surgeries and her original nose. God damn. <laughs> wow. Whoa. It, yeah. Uh, look, I'm not going to say that about the woman, but and I'm on record saying she's a goddess because she is. But that, that annoys me, too, because she, she really has nothing to fucking do with this movie ever and you know that's fucked up man it was your start and you did pretty well and it was a good movie yeah it, it's a weird thing I'm, I'm always interested in how like big stars react to um their horror roots if that's where they got their start yeah you know like um kevin bacon has always been sort of back and forth about friday the 13th it yeah. seems like um you know he doesn't he didn't have anything to do with like crystal lake memories or any of that stuff um, but he ha I mean, he does acknowledge it when he, when he's asked about it. And, and at this point now, I know he'll, he, he will talk about it. He says, he says he finds it weird because the picture that he's probably autographed more than anything is that arrow going through his neck. Yeah. Friday the 13th. <laughs> um, you know, and then when you think of Johnny Depp in a nightmare on Elm street, you know, he's never shied away from that. Um, as a matter of fact, I, apparently Wes Craven thought about asking him to come back for new nightmare. And he didn't do it because he thought Depp would say no. And Johnny Depp was like, no, I totally would have done it if you'd asked. 
Um, but you know, but other people shy away from it. I mean, Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger would do anything in the world if they could wipe out Texas Chainsaw: The Next Generation. Uh, that one uh, might be fair. Yeah. Um, uh. Now, in an interview with Howard Stern uh, in 2019, uh, Jennifer Aniston did say that she had rewatched Leprechaun. Uh, a decade earlier, so in 2009, with her then-boyfriend, Justin Thoreau, uh, apparently it was a situation where he had the remote and the movie was coming on, and she said change, she wanted him to turn it off, and his, his words, his, his quote was, absolutely not, this is happening. Um, oh, yeah. And she said that, uh, so the entire run of the movie, she just kept walking in and out of the room and uh, shaking her head and, and uh, being embarrassed the entire time the movie was playing. Shame on our man. So I mean, and I can see why. Like, if you're Warwick Davis or somebody who who worked hard on this movie, and this is the way she's talking about it, I mean, I you know, it'll piss you off. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Well, keep your keep one foot in that in that horror genre, dude, because the fans will stick by you. Yeah, and yeah. I know we're not the majority, but goddamn it, we're the most loyal. I'd guarantee that. Um, apparently the studio didn't want to cast Aniston, uh, because they wanted a, uh, a more of a valley girl blonde actress. So the director said that she would dye her hair for the movie, but of course she didn't. Yeah, she said, fuck you guys. Yeah. What are you going to do um, about it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, due to the difficulty of finding a stunt performer, his size, Warwick Davis did most of his own stunts for the movie. And as an unfortunate result, he ended up being hospitalized with a lung infection. Oh, my God. Damn. Yeah. Um, it was shot between October and December 1991, but it wasn't released until 1993. Um, the scenes set in the hospital were shot in the very same location as the hospital scenes in Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Oh. The fuck right you know i i'm glad you you mentioned that because i i kind of had the feeling like this felt kind of 80s with that yeah. 90 flair but you know it the, you know the dialogue was kind of weird in the 80s and i don't know it just felt kind of 80s but that that mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense um they shot several scenes at the big sky ranch in simi valley california which is the same location where episodes of little house on the prairie and the waltons had been filmed um oh. War warwick davis uh often joked that it was blasphemous to film a horror movie there uh however the same location was used for 2017's annabelle creation and 2018's leprechaun returns so they weren't the only ones uh, it took three hours and 40 minutes. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Three hours to apply Warwick Davis's makeup and 40 minutes to remove it. God damn. Um, Warwick Davis admitted that the platform shoes were difficult to walk in, but he felt like they became a vital part of the character as it led to sort of giving the leprechaun his distinct walk. Um, and actually I believe he insisted on wearing those shoes throughout every single uh sequel that came up that he was in that's speaking of shoes i've often uh joked on this show about the la gears mm -hmm. that, uh, that jennifer aniston wears um throughout the film there are many shots that linger on close-ups of the character's shoes and it's to give us the leprechaun's point of view he's obsessed with shoes uh, and each character has their uh, their own individual shoes to match their personality. Tori has L.A. Gears. Ozzy has Chuck Taylor All-Stars. 
and Alex has Reebok. And none of those brands sponsored the movie, but they all got special thanks in the credits, along with Dan Quayle and George Lucas. Look at them <laughs> doing the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, during the wheelchair chase scene, Jennifer Aniston had to run in slow motion because it was difficult for Warwick Davis to control the wheels with prosthetic hands. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, due to its R rating, children under 17 weren't able to see it in theaters. Mark Jones claimed that fans had told him that they bought tickets to see the Muppets Christmas Carol, which was playing in the same time to sneak in to see Leprechaun. Nice. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Aniston at one point, uh, we touched on this already, said uh, she didn't think her career would survive being in the Leprechaun. Oh, come on. She was, however, at one point in negotiations to appear in the sequel. But her career with friends took off and she was no longer available or interested. Damn. That's fucked up, man. Uh, we talked about how it grossed $8.6 million at the box office um, on a uh, $900,000 budget. But it, it did reportedly make another $15 million in VHS purchases um, after Jennifer Aniston became much more famous in Friends. So it pay off for him a little bit. Hell yeah. Uh, Mark Jones has defended the film, saying he wasn't trying to make The Exorcist or Rosemary's Baby. There was a fan base that understands what I was doing, and I never took myself too seriously. Nice. That's fair. Uh, Leprechaun won the worst film award at the <gasps> 1993 Fangoria Chainsaw Awards. Uh, it was also nominated for Best Makeup, but it lost to Army of Darkness. How the hell? Alright. What? You know, win the worst and then the you know almost win the best or something. How the fuck does that work? Well, I'm skipping through some of these here. We've got yeah. okay, last two. At one point, leper uh, a leprechaun crossover with Candyman was discussed. Yes. Would we want to watch that? No. I, I mean, mm. obviously, I'd watch it, but I don't want to. Yeah. Once upon a time, when Tony Todd was on this show, he he was very upset at the thought of uh of that happening and to uh -huh. quote him he said what is this a fucking short and declined because he said really? he, candy man would just d devour the leprechaun well, and yeah well and not yeah. only that look i mean it's i don't dislike the leprechaun movie but they are what they are candy man that's an important character, and those are yeah. important films. They're not yes. this. It's not like Freddy it's versus Jason. Yeah, yeah. If there had been twelve Candyman movies and he had eventually devolved into something crazy, right, that'd be a different story. But there were not. <laughs> yeah, there were like a few core films, and I no. Yeah, no, I don't see the fifth there at all. Um, last one, Cat. This one just for you, Darren Lynn Bowsman. This campaign yeah. on Twitter for the chance to direct a reboot of Leprechaun, uh, potentially yeah. bringing Warwick Davis back to the role. Yes. There you yeah. go. Although Warwick Davis, I believe, has said he is not doing it. Yes. Right? He's not interested in doing another one. He doesn't want to do horror anymore. Yes. Um, which seems, honestly, eh, maybe, maybe a little uh, hypocritical of him to go after Jennifer Aniston so hard and then turn his back <laughs> on the genre. Yeah, but he he said I've seen him do a couple interviews about that. And it's because of his his kid doesn't his kid? like him. Yeah, his kid can watch Willow. Yeah, but I mean, but his see, kid doesn't have to watch everything. The difference is, and you know, I I agree. I, I'm not crazy about it either because I want to see him do another one, and I think he's great. But 
he doesn't not wanting to do it anymore. Like he's doing game show host. He's a game show host now. You know, like he he's he doesn't shy away from what he did. Like Jennifer Anderson seems like she just doesn't want to talk about it. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, a little I, different. I am always, like I said, fascinated about stars who start. And I, if I ever had the chance to uh, sit down and talk talk to Jennifer Aniston, you best believe I would ask her about Leprechaun immediately. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> um, yeah, you know, same thing with like we Paul Rudd. I never see him talk about Halloween Six very often, but that would be the first thing I'd ask him. I'm much more interested in him playing Tommy Doyle than I am fucking Ant Man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but sometimes these people I'm just don't even get asked about it. Kind of interested in him playing Nick Carraway, but then Tommy Doyle, yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is Nick Carraway? Uh, from The Great Gatsby. Oh, for God's sake, cat! Why you ruin everything? <laughs> what? That's what I would ask Paul Rudd about. Right. And then Tommy Doyle. All right. So I don't, I don't think he's uh like embarrassed about his Halloween roots because apparently, uh, he, he was approached about coming back for Halloween Kills, uh-huh. and he he said he would have done it, but he had conflicts. He'd already signed on to do Ghostbusters. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Ant Man. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fucking Marvel ruins everything. No, no, he had already <laughs> signed on to do Ghostbusters Afterlife, so he couldn't do it. Fair enough. Wow. Can you imagine, like? That wouldn't be the one you chose, right? Like, uh, I understand he signed on first. I get it. But, mm-hmm. like, if you had a choice to be in one of those two movies. I don't know. I mean, it depends. Like, I loved Ghostbusters Afterlife. And I will freely 1000% admit that it's not a very good movie, but it was a total nostalgia hit for me. And so, if Paul Rudd loved Ghostbusters, growing up as much as I loved Ghostbusters growing up, I might pass on Halloween Kills to be in Ghostbusters too. You know? Really? I think Damn. so. I mean, I love Ghostbusters. And that movie, I, Afterlife, is not great by any stretch of the imagination, but I absolutely ate it up. I loved everything about that movie. Yeah, that's fair. All right, you guys ready to do uh, some port noise? Some Rob scores, yeah, let's do them. Port noise. Um, would you guys like me to go first? I want um, to go. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Are we doing a B movie score for this? No. Okay. Fair, we can, fair. I guess. I mean, I, I don't think it needs one. I don't really think it needs. I do think it's a straight enough horror movie that it doesn't need one. Okay. But... Uh, all right. <clears throat> the Leprechaun, 1993. I've told the story a million times before. Uh, one of my introductory to horror movies. I had watched Tales from the Crypt and the Friday the 13th and Freddy and, you know, been familiar. But, you know, this one captured me a lot. Uh, I rewatch it from time to time, at least once a year. Uh, this time I've already watched this year. I've already watched it twice. See where we land. I think they, I said it earlier, they didn't do anything bad. They did a lot of things really good, in my opinion. Uh, I I finally get that silly movie that is still has one foot in being serious, and that's what I like. And I'm going to give this movie 
an 8.2. All right. I said it. All right. 8.2. 8.2. Whoop, there it is. Dad, would you like to go? He scores I'm sorry, did you say very different. Yeah. 8.2? 8, 8, 8 and a 2. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and break my heart, Cat. I don't like this drop that we're about to have here. Oh, boy. Um... Yeah, I I gave it a range because uh, I, I hadn't quite decided. I wrote down a score uh, while I was watching, and I didn't feel real confident about it because I know that I had a bad time with this one today, but that I liked the movie overall. Uh, so I, I tried to give it like a higher end range, and I thought maybe someone would talk me into it. Um, and my high range is not anywhere near an A+. <laughs> God damn anything uh so now i don't know what to do with myself Rip the band-aid on off would you like me to go what you think sure yeah i can't i can't get there i can't get... <laughs> yeah all right um i do think that this is a movie that you have to be in the mood to watch um and when I watched it earlier today, I don't I don't think I was necessarily in the right mood for it, but I still had a good time with it. Leprechaun's a fun movie. Um, you know, it, it, you go into a movie or any of the movies in this franchise and you recognize, you have to, that it's uh, a franchise built around a killer leprechaun, which is ridiculous. And the movies are going to be ridiculous. And that's exactly what this one is. Um, I uh, I do enjoy it. Uh, so I landed at a 7.2. What damn. is happening? Oh my god. Cat doesn't like fun, bro. Apparently not. I guess I don't like fun. <clears throat> Alright. If we had had a B-movie score on this cat, you would have died. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> yeah, Mine would have been I well over a 9. Yeah, you would. Do, do you want to do a B-movie score? If there's a difference in your guys' scores... I, there's not a tremendous difference it's in mine. There's care. not a lot of space for you to have a tremendous difference, but like yeah. if it, but I mean, um, I, we don't have to. It, it doesn't matter to me. It, it got a million right. dollar budget. I mean, I don't yeah. think that's fair. It was also put out by Trimark. I mean, that's not true exactly too. A tiny company. You guys, I, I might have to quit doing port noise. I for your. Uh, commendable scores i guess for the the high praise that you're singing for leprechaun i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna move it up from the score i gave it today i can't in good faith based off of today's experience get any higher than a five i can give it Holy a five even shit wow and Damn. that's not how i felt about it today so i i my highest range was a little bit higher than that uh but i just i had such a bad time with it today. Like, I... That is... I've never had a bad time with this movie. I've watched this motherfucker in, this, in the winter. This is one I just... I've got to be in the mood for. And not only... Like, so, with some of the Christmas horror movies, like, I don't really put them on unless it's Christmas. But if they're on and I, you know, like, I won't turn them off, you know? 
Uh, and that's just really not how I feel about Leprechaun. I was not in the mood for this today, and it was unpleasant. God damn. Cat killed the Leprechaun. You sure did. She didn't even say, fuck, you, fuck lucky you, Lucky Charms. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't even say that. Nothing. Sorry. Uh... <sighs> All right. I'm a little surprised. I didn't think Cat would be that low. Me either. I honestly didn't think I was going to. I figured I was going to come in, like, before I watched it today, I thought maybe, like, around a seven. Maybe a little mm-hmm. bit higher. Maybe a little bit lower. But I figured I was going to be around a seven. It's just not a fun one to watch when you're not in the mood for it. Like, I found I had a lot of problems. Uh, It didn't hold my attention very well. Uh, I got kind of annoyed. (laughs) It wasn't wasn't a good experience today. Can't have nothing. I try and bring everybody together with a fun movie, and it still doesn't work. It never, ever works, ever. That is not what you were trying to do this week. Well, (laughs) I could have been a lot meaner. And... You could have been a lot meaner, but this is one of those situations where it's like uh, having kind of a revenge pick has backfired on you. Because if we had watched it around St. Patrick's Day, and I know the bracket, but like even if we had watched it in late February, if I'd been gearing up for St. Patrick's Day, uh, I I just I feel like it would have been a better experience. I think my portnoy could have been a lot higher for this one. It's not a movie I ever want to watch out of season again. I don't think this was a revenge pick. That wasn't what I was trying to do here. I I I thought I was being nice. I mean, I know I was going to have the best time, like, you know, obviously, but I picked something I knew I would like cuz I've had to watch stuff I didn't like and I figured, "Yeah, they like fun. They want fun. Let's do fun and do the Leprechaun and goddamn poor Leprechaun." I know I feel bad about it cuz it's I, you know. That's fair. It's one I watch every year, but it's it made me kind of miserable today. And honestly, if I had ranked it just on my feelings today, it would have been lower. Jesus Christ. Like, I was kind of pissed coming out of this. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. Well, that's where the chips land and they fall. Again, guys, do not forget also, there will be another episode of Slasher Radio this week. Matthew Cote from Dead by Daylight slash Behavior will be joining the show to talk about their anniversary it's getting wild over there you guys are not going to want to miss this make sure you are there keep your eyes out for that do not forget matthew cote will be on the show this week uh follow the show at slasher radio guys and make sure you go to our patreon patreon.com forward slash slasher radio if you're starting as low as three dollars a month, please support the show because we do things like get you promo codes for Fright Rags where you get 10% Yay. off your whole order. Slasher 10 promo code. Go use that. Uh, I think it's... I forget. I keep forgetting the date he says dude, it's good through. I think it's like August, but I don't remember. So, you know, make sure you take advantage of that. I think that's it. I'm at Mikey's Dead. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Yeah, no, I don't... Uh, next, no, okay. The week after this is uh, Portnoy week. Okay, no, no. So that's it. I'm at Mikey's dead. Rob, what about you? You can find me on Twitter at Radio Rob123. And Kat? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Kat underscore Vlor, V O L E U R. You can check out my website where my book, Revenge Arc, is available for pre order. That's catvalor.com. Oh, that's right. Yeah, do not go to catvalor.com and order Revenge Arc because it would make me personally 
very annoyed and or angry. So do not go to Cavalier.com and do not pre-order <laughs> Revenge Arc, which you can get a signed signature book with the pre-order, yes. but don't do that. But I already did it. Should I go cancel? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you, but cancel orders now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week, guys. Good night from Slasher Radio. Jesus Christ. All the best with Slasher Radio Podcast. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.